I feel like I've proven it. Hey, I'm not sure if maybe like a bunch of carbonation shoots out, but if it touches the ground, it's like a dead monster. Yeah. Carbonate. You know what I'm saying? Day number three. <laughs> Day number three. Shout out. Um, I already it, started recording. It, if it's right here, can you hear me but not hear my weird breathing? Well, just if, do what I do, which is like you breathe off to the, to the side. I turn away from the mic to breathe. Is that a chocolate <coughs> Okay. Is that a chocolate rain reference? It is. Push this towards me. <coughs> Still sick, you know. I almost lost that flavor, dude. There's nothing left in there anyway. It's still funny, though. Got uh, I guess before we get into it, it's it's been a long time. It's been since uh, November, I think. We I think recorded. it was like right before Christmas. It was right before Thanksgiving, dude. We didn't record any of the times Drew came out, which is, I apologize to Faith, and then... He owes us. Uh, we still have two Patreon supporters that we owe, like, a bunch of episodes to, so we, maybe we could just record, like, three a week until we catch up. If you're down. Bless. But uh, we should still watch the movies while we record. I think I'm going to edit the table, which sounds weird, move this over here and have the laptop over here so you guys can see the picture and I can see it and we'll have to look through uh, me. But, uh, yeah, just a lot happened. Uh, mom went in the hospital. I went to the hospital, had surgery, and then my mom went back into the hospital and then just working a lot. So surgery is good, cancer-free, which was – I didn't – I was telling Rob, I was like, I didn't tell anybody about this, but, like, I had a huge cancer scare for, like, probably three months. I, I didn't tell anybody about it. I was just like, oh, and I would go to the doctor by myself, and they'd be like, oh, it's really deep. And usually you don't get lipomas when they're really deep, so it could be – well, also some kind of a cancer thing, and then they found multiple on the sonogram, which was the second week of me thinking that it might be cancerous. And he's like, "Oh, it's not a good sign when you find a, a two right on top of each other; they're usually more spread out or something like that." And I was like, "All right." So just tell him about when we went to the doctor for the after your operation was over, and then like just how sketchy it was when that guy came in. Well, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What a dumb. Thing to have to do. Well, I guess it, it makes sense if you have a super serious surgery, you kind of need to have people check on it. But uh, like a week after, two weeks after the surgery, I was waiting on the biopsy, which is where they basically just dissect the whatever they pull out of you and see if there's cancer in it. And uh, me and Robert waiting in the the room, which again to me looks like something out of a, a Stanley Kubrick movie. It just looks. Yeah, super, it was a really weird looking, uh, super like eyes wide shut style doctor's room, and. Uh, this fucking guy walks in with a lab coat, which you don't really see doctors with lab coats on in, in that area anyway. They're all wearing, like, scrubs because they're going to or from surgery. And he's like, hey, uh, can I talk to you for a second? And I was like, oh, yeah. And then uh, he's like, yeah, so uh, let me let me go ahead and look at the, the wound and all that. You know what I'm talking about? How he made me go through the whole thing without yeah, saying it's just anything. The f- like. The whole time, just the way he, like, said, hey, can, is, is it cool if I talk to you for a little bit? I was like, oh, shit, I was like, what does that I mean? If I was a comedian, I, w- I would probably tell that story because it's like, look at it this way. Has, has anyone in the history of ever come up to you and been like, hey, can I talk to you? And they've had good news or something nice to say to you or like, like hey, can I talk to you? Here's hey, $500. Can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> Dude, you've been killing it. Promotion. No, it's usually like, hey, I'm going to need you to step it up. Like, so when he said that, I was like, oh, it's full-blown cancer. <laughs> That's I like, I wasn't expecting to say that, but I was like, so what? So, like, why are you being weird, dude? Like, I wanted to be like, do you, do you have some news for us? Or exactly. Well, and then and then yeah, the whole time he's just like, let me let me see that scar, and he's like, hmm, interesting. Any pain? It's like, okay, so what does that mean? 
uh, they do this thing before the surgery too, or like in all the doctor visits, like, all right, we're gonna show you our pain scale, and they show you the scale. It's like one to ten, like everybody would do, and it's like a two is like you just being you, like you have maybe some stomach indigestion and all that, and like a ten is like you gotta go to the, the OR, like the ER, like some kind of an emergency thing. And every at the hospital when they put the IV in, they're like, what, "What's your pain level at?" And I was like, zero, because I'm not having surgery right now." Ten, give me those meds. <laughs> Pretty much. And then uh, he like touches the thing and like kind of flicks it. He's like, "What's your what's your pain level at?" And I'm like, "Still zero. He just flicks it. Yeah, because if it's like infected, it would be really, really tender. He, like puts a cigarette on it. Like, <laughs> how does really that feel? Do you feel that? You stupid son of a bitch. We gotta remember this is this is two weeks after, so the wound's already closed up, so it's not like. Oh, okay. So he like did one of these. He's like. And I was, he's like, does that hurt? And I was like, no. Honestly, I don't know what they did if maybe modern medicine is just killing it. But, like, the day of the surgery, I was like, I don't think I need these pain meds. Like, they... Yeah, it didn't take very long. Like, the two days after, I think I stopped taking them. Mostly because uh, anyone who knows me, I couldn't take a shit, like, to save my life. I just remember I was like... Well, they told you, too. They were like... They told us when you were still under, they were like, just so you know, he will need to take a laxative with those pills because it's going to stop it up. Well, as a side effect, I was like, side effects don't affect everybody, right? So I just didn't take the stool softener for, like, three days. And, uh, like, I don't know if any of you guys have ever been constipated before but if, or, if, or if any listeners have, but you just feel bloated constantly. Like, you're like, I ate too much food, but I'm also really hungry at the same time. And you're basically just packing on uh, shit on top of shit for however long. And uh, so when I, I just started taking the stool softener, and it was just a nightmare. And, uh yeah. So, and then they're like, yeah, no cancer. And the, the doctor who did the surgery came in. She's like, looks good. You never have to see me again. And I was like, that's it? Yeah, and the, that that part of it where, like, the actual doctor came in lasted for, like, five seconds. She's like, okay, it's all good. So thanks for coming in. And that it was that was literally it. She's like, you're good. No cancer. <laughs> so thank you. It's like, okay, lady, clearly you got other shit going on today. Like, <laughs> Well, didn't she – she told – was it you or me or – I don't know what day it was because I can't remember any of it, but, like, that she pulled out, like, 100 from someone? Yeah, she was, like – when you were when you were still, like, under – like, your surgery was over, she came and talked to us and just told us, like, oh, everything went okay. And then she was telling us that, like, she – some other dude she had dealt with, like, a couple days before, she had to, like, pull – he had, like, so many just random tumors that were, like, not – they weren't malignant or cancerous or anything, but he, his body was just growing a shitload of tumors for some reason. And they removed over 100, and that was with him laying on his back. And then he was going to have to come back in, lay on his stomach, and they were going to cut him open from behind and see how many they could get. And they were, like, all over his legs and shit, too. That sounds scary. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? And also, once you get all that taken away, what does that feel like? Once, like, the next day when you're like, oh, I'm tumor-free, like, do you feel different? Because, like, you were carrying around all these tumors? Like, I don't know. Well, I I had three, so you immediately noticed that there's not something there. But the problem was it was swollen forever, and I'm like... Even now, there's a part where it's, like, kind of hard. I'm like, is that another tumor, or did you guys just... Is that, like, scar tissue on the inside? You know what I mean? Is this the scar tissue that you wish we saw? I was just thinking about oh, that. Oh, God. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, it was... All went well. That was, like... As far as surgeries go, the worst part was in putting an IV in. Like, I... Uh, everyone yeah, was, like... Sucks. Like, everyone I talked to after that, like, oh, yeah, that's not fun. And I was like, I've never had one put in, and, like... I respect Joel because they were changing his out, like, daily, and he was yeah. in the hospital for two weeks, and he's like, oh, I know what you mean. And I literally still have a scar from when they did it because the lady fucked up really bad. Is that when they put the anesthetic in you? Yeah, you know how, they, like, in doctor movies and all that, they have, like, the big bag yeah. of fluid? It's, like, saline, I think. Yeah. It's that, but they have this needle that's probably about, like, four or five inches long that they need to stick in, like, right here. And if you have a nurse who doesn't know what she's doing, like I did, they, like, they have to pull it out and redo it and... Then she got someone to help her and all that. And my 
dad like wasn't helping either because he was like, oh, whoa, that's a lot of blood. And she's like, oh, so sorry. Like, Damn. and then the she seemed nervous the whole time. Like when I'm in there, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna need you to strip down. And I was like, all right. And I just kept my my underwear on. She's like, no, no underwear, please, and all this stuff like that. And then uh, yeah, the robe on, right? Yeah, you have this weird like, uh, like hospital gown but they have yeah. like there's like a bunch of little slits all over it so they can stick in like uh heart monitors and stuff like that or oh. if they need to do like a just feel your chest and all that stuff and one of the ladies went uh to put one somewhere and she like almost hit my balls i was like ow i need those Go yeah on. i was like i might need those someday or not but whatever but yeah and she also just seemed nervous the whole time and i was like you have no bedside manner well, do we ever talk about, like, I, don't, I can't remember if I mentioned on the podcast the, all the shit with my teeth, like, how bad that was. Like, so, so we stopped recording, like, right when all that started happening. Again, it's like our family's gone through a shitload of I was going to say, stuff. I can't remember. I think we brought up that I had to get, like, a bunch of dental surgery done, and it's all done, except that on the left side of my mouth, the dentist left, like, a needle inside my tooth, so it's just still in there. And he's, like, he tried really fucking hard to get it out and just couldn't get it out. So there's just, a, like, a, the tip of a needle stuck inside my tooth forever. Insane. Forever, dude. Like, yeah, like in the actual tooth, they just put cement around. He's like, "Don't worry, it won't, it won't bounce around or anything." It's like, "Oh, okay, cool." It's, it's like microscopic, though. Yeah, he said it was so small. But that, that makes like, me more anxious. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm like, oh, "What if it like slips out and then just like falls down my throat and then cuts my throat from inside and then I die?" That's what I was thinking. I was like, "You guys don't have some kind of a magnet?" Well, uh, you got a crown, right? Yeah. I would assume just got stuck to the molding then. Yeah, probably. Uh, probably just stuck to it. Yeah. The only thing, it's kind of like the frame. It's like you never have to worry about this one. I wonder if you take a metal detector into your face. Oh, yeah. Let's try that. It might not be strong enough because I go through, we've gone through metal detectors and I have crowns. I have two. No, the needle, needle, I think, is what he meant. Like. Yeah, the needle. Oh, well, I assume it's probably a non. It's like finding a needle in a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, it's been an interesting few months. Although we can't really announce anything. I'm excited about what we're working on now. Yeah. Definitely going to have more info on some new shit, not podcast related. I was literally just on my phone looking up uh, stuff for it, so we'll we'll get to that later on, and maybe that'll be like a Patreon tier. It's like you get a, a free thing. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, and then we have another podcast. I know we haven't done this one, so it's like it's weird to start another one. But I think probably after my birthday, we'll I'll get another RSS feed and start that too. But let's. Uh, I figured I was like, we might as well just talk about what happened because it's been fucking forever since we recorded. I think it's been three months. I don't know, but also. No one noticed, including me, that our anniversary passed, like, two weeks? It was in February. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I just know that's usually around the time the Oscars happens, like... It was, uh, our, the first episode <coughs> we ever recorded was, like, a week after Bryce's birthday, so it's, like, late February. Oh. Happy birthday. Yeah, it was lit. <laughs> Wait, no, it wasn't, because you weren't here. <laughs> we had a birthday party when you were out getting oh. suck. <laughs> it was good pizza, though. I was just was thinking, when we were driving pizza. by the other day, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to get that again. Dude, uh, today we went to the Cheesecake Factory. That was dank. It was a dank experience. And uh, all, we were trying to decide somewhere to eat for just me, my dad, my brother. And my, we were going to go to Lucille's. And I was like, I have a Cheesecake Factory gift card. And my dad's like, for how much? <laughs> I was like, 25. And he got so excited. Okay, nice work. Were you guys going to go to Lucille's, like the Victoria Garden? Yes. I fucking hate Lucille's, dude. Why? Why? Oh, it's because of what happened for, on your birthday? Best what happened for my birthday. What did they do again? Okay, so they told us it was going to be like a two-hour wait. It always so is, at least. We fucking walk down the street, go to a different restaurant, and then they immediately text my mom saying that they have a seat open like 20 minutes later. <laughs> it's like, 
See, <laughs> you should have waited those two hours, dude. We do. It's every time we go, we're like, all right, we're in. Here's for the it. thing. Where did you guys end up going, though? Uh, the state. That place is good, though. I, if it was like you guys went to like Johnny's Rocks or whatever, even if I had ordered, I'd be like, well, uh, Lucille's just called us. Yeah, be I'd be like, this. sorry, Johnny. Uh, <laughs> that place was great, though. Too. It was, yeah. I'll, I'll try to flood that today. Well, he's like, ah, it's more of like a. Well, it was one of those things where dad wanted to like have yeah, goofy I, time, which I was happy when that family behind us left because dad likes to be loud and goofy. And I all told that. dad, I was like, I, the thing I like about uh, Cheesecake Factory is they have these giant booths that like. They're, they're, like, really long and then, like, really tall, too, so you can't really hear what's going on on your neighbor's, like, side, which yeah. I I would I be down to go with the boys, too, though, because that place is delicious. Like, yeah, Cheesecake Factory's dang. Have the chicken and potatoes was really yeah. good. We got, um... I mean, chicken and biscuits. I got the macaroni and cheeseburger, dude. They put dang. a fried macaroni ball on your burger, and then when you put the bun on it, it squishes all the cheese and all the mac and stuff out. Uh, it's fucking awesome. I think I got awesome. the chicken fried steak there. And it was oh, man, I bet that the fuck. Uh, it was incredible there. Their Kobe burger's pretty good, too. They have a Kobe burger? Yeah. I was thinking of getting the, the Americana burger. That one sounds really good, too. Here's the problem with Cheesecake Factory. There's so much shit on there. Their menu yes, is dude, we were talking pages about of that. a lot of yes, stuff. It's just like, you have to make multiple trips just to have At one point, my dad was like, what page is that on? I was like, 17. And he's like, are you kidding? I was like, no, page 17. That's what the item we're talking about. Also, like, like I didn't know if you guys noticed, uh, they have, like, three kitchens. Like, they, depending on where you're sitting, that kitchen's working on your shit. Like... Yeah. I like going there, though. I mean, it's, it's, it's like, that more lemonade expensive. was really good, though. I know. Yeah, that lemonade, I was going to say... Uh, I got this, like, homemade lemonade or whatever, and it was so fucking sugary. And my dad's like, let me try it. I was like, you're going to hate it because it's like a pure sugar rush. And he was like, I don't know. He's like, I couldn't even drink one of those. And I was on my third one. You know what would be oh. kind of lit? We should take uh, Jacob and Bryce with us and dad and go to Jen. Yeah, my dad was like, oh, we could have gone to that Korean barbecue place. And I was like, fuck, we should have. That would have been lit. Like, I feel like he would have liked it a yeah. lot. But we should do that next time. But it would be kind of funny to bring him with the boys just because I feel like you guys need to hear his banter. Like. <laughs> No, no one needs to hear that. <laughs> it's it's it's, up to you. it's unwarranted and unnecessary, but it's uh, it's hilarious. But uh, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, by by and far the best thing from there was that we had raspberry lemon cheesecake. Oh yeah. Well, I got a little bit of it, but. Well, okay. Seriously, I had to fight Joel. Like he took a huge bite. I didn't. I got one of the. I got like a slice of the tip because there's a shitload of raspberry and all that. And I was like, I'm good. I was literally taking a shit, and you're like texting me like, Joel's eating all your cheesecake. And I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> It was a fat slice, and, like, we cut it down the middle, and then mom and dad had some, and then Joel was like, all right. And I literally smacked, like, I smacked his hand. I was like, that's for Rob. Like, he was, like, mad when I, like, went over, and I was like, oh, where's the cheesecake at? And he was just like, it's over there. It's like, okay. All right, then. Uh, well, I feel like that's a moment where later on, you're like, like man, Willie was a good brother. If I die, like, tomorrow, Maybe. and I get, like, shot or something like that, you're like... He was so good. Did you he, hear? Like, he protected my cheesecake. Did you listen to that new podcast where Kevin Smith talks about the hospital experience? Yeah. The uh, uh, the part that made me lose it when he's he's like I'm sitting there like slowly dying and the only thing I can think of in my head is like the theme song to Degrassi. He's like, whatever it takes, I know I'll make it through. <laughs> <laughs> that like okay, that legit bummed me out when that. Also, happened. yeah, I, I just realized like that's kind of a weird. I keep forgetting like. So I had tickets to be at that show. Me and, and my friend Jimmy, like who's been on the podcast a couple times, had uh, tickets to go see the second show because he was recording two, and they were going to edit them together for like a TV comedy special, which I guess they didn't have a distributor for at the time because he just announced recently he's got a cool channel lined up for it, which I'm hoping it's Netflix. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. But uh, anyway, so we're there. We get there like super early, and the first show's still going. This lady's like, okay, you guys are number three. When you come back, just come see me, and I'll put you like third in line, which is pretty lit. So we get inside, and it's like a, uh, a really cool, it's the Alex Theater in uh, Glendale, and it's like a really cool old-timey theater that they used to do like vaudeville acts at back in the day, which was interesting. And uh, we get there, and she's like, 
it didn't even, it, there, I don't know why she, like, gave us a number, because she's like, all right, you go over here, and we, like, sat, like, in this really random spot, and then she sat every one of these, like, completely random spots, and then I, I guess, like, you don't just go in, like, a movie theater and pick your seat, or, like, they tell you to go just, like, fill up the seats. Like, they have to, like, strategically place people so that their t-shirts don't, like, interact with each other or something. Yeah. It was really weird, like, and they're like, don't wear white shirts, like, a camera will pick it up and all this shit. And uh, this one girl had a clerk shirt on. She got all pissed off. They're like, you can't. You have to cover that up. And she's like, it's his movie, though. And they're like, yeah, well, but he doesn't, like, necessarily own the copyrights to that, and we can't have it on film. Like, we don't own the copyrights for that, obviously. Yeah. There's a lot of weird rules that no one thinks about. Yeah, and it's also just like, come on, lady. Like, just be, be cool. But anyway, so we're sitting there, and then, like, right at 9 o'clock on the dot when he's supposed to come out, this guy comes out. And, uh, like, I've been to, a, like, a bunch of comedy shows, so I figure, oh, maybe they got, like, an MC. He's, he's going to, like, warm us up first. And he goes... Uh, I know you all ex- came here expecting a comedy show, but please take me seriously when I say that Kevin Smith is very ill. We think possibly to something. He- like, yeah, he's sick, dude. Every Woo! like it was like a murmur o- went over the crowd. Everyone's like, "What the fuck is this real?" Like, and then people were like laughing too because because like nobody thought it was real for like a good like five minutes. And he's like, "No, seriously, there's an ambulance coming, and uh, and you guys can go ahead and leave." And it was so weird. And then <clears throat> we walk out into the courtyard and I hear an- like an ambulance coming. I was like, "Oh fuck!" So like I ran out to go see. Meanwhile, Jimmy pounded like two full drinks because I was because he he thought I just left and I was like no I was coming back like anyway so I ran out into the street and I just saw the there was an ambulance going and it like took a hard turn towards the theater and then like found out what like eight hours later because I was playing VR games all night that, and you sent me a text message saying like oh he had a massive heart attack and shit like that's Did you so know at that point no I didn't know until you sent me that text message like, you also didn't respond so I was like maybe it hit him really hard I don't know <laughs> I mean it did you know I don't know that's like that's fucking crazy like. It's 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 weird that it happened, and it's like weird that I was there when it happened, because like he's one of my like all time heroes. So I don't know. I don't know. Like not to make it all about me, but it's just like I don't know. It's a really weird moment. I think uh, there's like three actors that if they pass away, then or directors, I guess, uh, that I would actually be like. I, I probably would be like I need to stay home, man. Like, uh, and it's like Clint Eastwood, Kurt Russell, and, and Kevin Smith. Like I and John Carpenter too. Actually, like I I love John Carpenter, but it's like. Kevin Smith has, like, always been a hero of yours and mine, and it's, like, I can listen to him tell the story about how he got the funding and working on Clerks, like, over and over again, and I have, like, he retells Yeah, I think a that's lot. why it's a big deal, just because, like, the he has, like, eight podcasts, and I listen to all of them, so if he dies, it's like, oh, fuck, that, I'm gonna miss that, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's, like, it's one of those things where he's almost like a family member, because I don't agree with everything he does, including his movies choices for the past few years. Like, I haven't seen Yoga Hosers, but I've heard enough to know that it's not, like, his best work, but I still support him, and I think he's great, and... He's, like, a legit funny guy. I think he, he tends to, like, phone it in sometimes, and I'm like, no, man, like, you're good. Just, like, I would much rather have them do one Smodcast a month and have it be, like, the newest one where it's actually entertaining and funny than have him just put out a shitload and not really do, like, the... Well, like, Smodcast... Like, the whole Canada thing, I don't really... Yeah, it, that's it kinda boring. kind of wore out after a while. It's like, that's not funny anymore. But, the like, he puts out some really good ones sometimes. Like, when he interviewed the Megan Feltz Roper, who left the Westboro Baptist Church, and then, like, him and Macaulay Culkin, that was an interesting one. That one was great. And then My favorite though is like when he did the film school ones where he talked to like yeah, Ryan Johnson I wish he and still Richard did those. Kelly. Those were good, especially because Richard Kelly is like a really cool guy, and like you find out he wrote like I I didn't know he wrote the script for fucking Holes like the screenplay. Yeah, and he's like talking about how on the podcast how he wrote like a, a hard R version of Holes where like some of the kids actually die and all that, and it's like I wish that was gonna get made. Yeah, I'd love to read that script. So. But yeah, like that was a huge bummer. You're like happy he's alive. And I remember reading his post the next day. He's like, man, I've had a good life. If I die, then that's it. And I'm happy and don't really feel bad about it. And I'm like, don't be, don't say things like that. Because if you do die, then it's like, we never got uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back 2 or Clips Yeah, I know. That's the thing too. Is it's like, I'm really looking forward to Jay and Silent Bob reboot. 
Who knows? Maybe because he died, he got attention from the press, and he's like, "Well, I know it's, that's it's fucked up." But I also thought I was like, "Man, maybe he'll get the funding now for that." Yeah, and I hope he does. He's a good also, you know, what I just realized maybe that that one dude will talk to him again, and then they maybe they'll make Clerks three now because maybe he can be like, "Dude, I almost died. Just make this movie for me." You know what yeah. I'm saying? Which it's like I would do that. I'd be like, "Yo, let's make this ever movie." Please. Why that guy doesn't want to be in the movie? Uh, didn't he get fucked over for Clerks two? I know a lot of the actors didn't get paid. <clears throat> yeah, he like they they there's a lot of money that's still owed to him from clerks. I think he eventually got it, but yeah, he's like I'm not gonna do that again. But if you think about it, it would be a different. It wouldn't be the Weinstein company this time, or uh, I mean, not Weinstein, but uh, Miramax, which is the the Weinstein company. It would be like an independent, like a Netflix. It would have to be a company. different company because that company doesn't exist anymore. Uh oh yeah, because is it they just went out of business, and also Harvey Weinstein I don't think has control. Yeah, of it anymore. so you know, I mean, maybe now's the time to like be reopening that negotiation. You know how it goes, man. But, uh, Speaking of movies, <laughs> I don't know how to like segue. <laughs> Go for it. What movies? Uh, well, we were just there's so many. We were gonna talk about like a 2017 movie retrospective and like talk about the best movies we saw this year because there's a ton of them. And also, I guess we should probably talk about the Oscars first. Don't you think? Like, yeah, I was thinking of either or that or ending with it. We're 20 minutes in, so it's like I, I'm trying to shoot for hour 20, hour and 30 every time, but. I have podcast notes, and I, I always make them the day that I feel like, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is good, and then I always look at them, and I just make myself laugh because there's no context for them. So it's like uh, movies, homeless people, Pizza Hut sneakers, and Rob Flying. Pizza Hut sneakers. <laughs> and then uh, being angry all the time, and I don't know if it's me or – but, I mean, lately I have, so I think because I did being angry all the time and then homeless people, I think those are mm. those go hand in hand. hand. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Not homeless. Transients. Oh, I'm sorry. Redlands Buzz. Uh, also, I think lately I've been getting into a lot of car-related uh, anger situations. Like, remember last night, Rob? Yeah, I was just thinking, was that today or yesterday? That was last night. We were <laughs> on the 210 going towards India, which is, like, up towards Yukaipa and all that. And uh, literally I was behind a car that was 15 feet in front of me and then, uh, like, literally parallel with the diesel truck. And then this huge lifted truck with two old men in it because they eventually passed us were, like, flashing their lights for, like, Solid 30 seconds, like they were, he's like, flash, 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 flash. And I was like, what do you want me to do? And after like the 15th time, I just started brake checking him and just going really slow. Then he gets around me and then goes all the way over into the far right lane once it opens up into four lanes. And I just followed him and started flashing him for a while. (laughs) Then I got back in front of him and it's just like that. There was a time with the people on the motorcycles. um, Someone threw a screwdriver at my car a couple months back, like, like, I was going into the lane with my blinker on and all that, and then he sped around me and then, like, got parallel, and he's like, fuck you, man, and threw a screwdriver at my car. It's like, okay. Well, was, last night, it, like, it didn't make any sense. Like, they were flashing their brights at you. And it's like, for what? What do you want, dude? Like, I see, people are stupid when they drive. Like, I, there's just, like... I, I, I'm pretty forgiving. Like, I'm just always like, oh, sorry. Like, like even when someone cuts me off, I'm like, you either need to be somewhere really quickly or you just didn't see me. Yeah, I just talk to myself. There's plenty of times where, like, I'm, like, an accident is almost about to happen in front of me, and I never, like, honk my horn or anything. Yeah. I don't know if you guys do, but I just, like, um, I never honk my horn. Like, if I see someone I always, doing like, a thing from, like, too. a mile back exactly, where, like, yeah. I can see them speeding around, people always flash them, just let them know, like, hey, you're yeah. a piece of shit. But I don't... If someone just is, like, right in front of me and they're to the top right or whatever and they come over, I don't ever get mad. I'm like, you clearly just didn't see me. I also like, hate those people that, like, when the light turns green, they just honk instantly. Yeah, dude, it's like, give me a second. Holy, Holy shit. Uh, that night we went to Cane's, which is fire, by the way. It finally opened around here. Oh, uh, I was like, there was The first time we went, I missed the exit just because I'm an idiot. The second oh, time yeah. was because I got into a road rage thing with a guy, and he was getting off on that exit. And I was like, I don't want to. 
have to see you at Kane's. Well, that's like, dude, the, remember when I was telling you the other day, I was, I was driving home, uh, or I was driving here from Matt Michelle's, and I was going to Wendy's to get myself some dinner, and, like, I pull up, like, right to their, the uh, stoplight right by the Wendy's, and, and then, like, I'm getting close, it's red, I'm slowing down, it goes to green, so I start speeding up again, and then I see in the middle of the crosswalk is a dude in a wheelchair, and he, like, throws his arms up, like, dude, what the fuck? And I was like, holy shit, because I had not seen him. So I slammed on the brakes. <laughs> then I pulled into Wendy's, and I see I see him like wheeling into Wendy's, and I was like, "Oh, uh, well, maybe I'll go somewhere else for dinner tonight." Like, I don't want to I don't want to be getting Wendy's, and he like pulls up, like, "Dude, what were you doing?" But like, all I could all I could think was like, he must have saw me and was like, "Not again!" Like, <laughs> or flashbacks. Dude. Or I mean, <laughs> finally. <laughs> My time like, I don't know how he got in that wheelchair, but he rolled on into Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Wendy's respects the crippled. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I I, I felt bad because I, I legit didn't see him and I wanted to be mad at him, but it's like you can't really be mad in that situation. It's like, no, I should have been. Well, did the light turn green? Yeah. Well, then if he walks in the crosswalk and you hit him, it's his fault. But again, he's in a wheelchair. See, because I had that thought. I was like, well, maybe. Honor, I was in a wheelchair. It, it was oh, like, you're right, sympathy. Mentally. I was trying to justify it to myself and I was just like, well, he must have like started walking way after it said don't walk. And then I was like, well, he didn't walk at all, first of all. Second of all, he, if, if he's, like, rolling into the street, like, I don't know how quickly he can do that. Like, I don't know if I can hold that against him. It was a, it was a moral uh, conundrum. Yeah, there you go. I hate people. Yeah. Well, and then there was the, like, a month ago now where I was turning right off of uh, 21st, and there's a guy in a, on, coming down on, uh, like, on oncoming traffic, and I almost, he, like, tried to veer into me, and I almost hit him with my car. And then he was like, man, fuck you, and all this stuff like that. And uh, I had my windows down because it was, like, hot that at that time, so I was just trying to get all the air out. And I heard him, and I fucking snapped. And I just pulled over and got out, and I was, I was like, fuck you. And then, <laughs> and then he flipped me off and, like, dropped his bottles and cans and all that and then got him back up. And then I got so angry that I followed, I turned around in front of traffic and followed him, like, four blocks back the other direction. And, I, and then he goes, what? And I was like, if I see you again, you're fucking dead. And then I just drove <laughs> oh, yeah, off. <laughs> and then he was like, wait, hold on. And I was like, what do you mean, hold on? <laughs> and then I realized what I said and how close I was to home. And I was like, I have a very noticeable car. This is not a good situation. So then I just drove off. Yeah, I don't, like, I see some wild shit around our neighborhood. And I just, I don't react because I'm like, I don't want people to come find my car and key it. You know like, the craziest thing I've seen around here? Is uh, fucking every time around Christmas, there's a homeless guy dressed up, dressed up as like Santa Claus. Where's he storing that outfit the oh, rest of the year, no. though? I don't know. He's got well, a homeless storage, and, and every fucking it. year he's drunk and he's just walking around, <laughs> dressed up as Santa Claus. Was this your third year here now? Uh, just about. You guys moved in like feels longer than that. 2015. No. Because I came over here when I was still living in the apartment, which was 2015. Well, Drew's been gone for two years, so we know that he moved uh, six months after you moved here. I remember that. 24. Okay. I was still work. It was my second year. At the I say I remember show. you moved here and we didn't hang out here for another like six months and then after we started hanging out six months later Drew left for school mm-hmm. and it's been two years since then so. Yeah, fourteen years, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, four years. That's lit. <laughs> I wish we can get out. Oh, it's Speaking gonna be four, of get out. Four years in July. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a half dab? Just. But anyway, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta control that. Uh, uh, pizza Hut sneakers. Speaking of dabs, real fast, I saw a trailer. I think I was like laying in bed, and you were also laying in your bed, and I was like, "Dude, this trailer is insane!" And there's a movie coming out called Dog Rich Show, Bird. I think. Yeah, and it has it's Will Arnett, and then it's just like a bunch of CGI animated talking dogs, and it's like from the director of Beverly Hills Chihuahua, and a bunch of other garbage <laughs> like the Smurfs and some other shit too. That it's like, holy Jesus, dude! Like, 
fucking kill yourself with that repertoire. And uh, uh, like I'm watching the thing, and one of the dogs fucking dabs. Like there's a there's just there's footage of like what what appears to be a real life dog, but like manipulated with computer generated imagery to do a dab. And it's like somebody got paid and had to spend their work day like generating a dab for you know for a children's film. They were laughing the whole time. Dude, I, I don't think so. I think they were crying. No? Okay. I'd be laughing. You just had I'm a... Like, I'm getting paid for this <laughs> Just had a gun in their mouth. Like, I have to make this dog dab by five. <laughs> by oh, five? Like they wanted to do something really serious. <laughs> My overtime yes. wasn't approved. Just, I was like, I worked on the life of Pi. <laughs> Which won an Academy Award for visual effects, and then that, that company went out of business like a week later. That's a, that's a real joke. Story. Yeah, that that movie was. I don't. I don't know if it won, but it was nominated, and it went out of business like right after the Academy Awards because they it's couldn't. Like the buzz couldn't do anything for them. I don't know, that's what I'm saying. They they can't pay these people. That's why there's so many people that are like, oh, I want to get into like designing video game graphics, and it's like, good luck, dude. What was the last hype about? Was it like some kid in the ocean? <clears throat> it's uh, I don't know. It's not that I don't really like Ang Lee. Like he's not a, that great of a director to me. But wait, is that the? Who was the guy who did Ang Lee? Yeah. He did Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and the uh, Hulk. I was thinking about the fucking Avatar movie, but that was M. Night Shyamalan. Was it M. Night Shyamalan? Okay, wait, man. You said Avatar, and I was like, no, that was James Cameron. Then I realized you no, mean no. The Last Airbender. Because yeah, the, the, the kid's name is Aang. And yeah, that's why the guy. Aang. <laughs> Some weird. Well, I'm glad we can come full circle with that. <coughs> Anyways. What was the point? It's not a good movie. Don't, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't like it. What? The Life of Pi? Life of Pi, yeah. Life Aquatic's great. That's a different movie. Oh, I haven't seen that. I fucking love it. It was funny. I have it on Criteria Blu ray, my dude. It was just me and Bryce, and I was like, I know what we should watch. I don't know. We were looking for something to watch, and then I. Dude, if we want to do a a Wes Anderson run through, I'm down to watch uh, Life Aquatic again. I have that on Criteria. But I also, first of all, I think Rushmore might be my favorite Wes Anderson movie. Like, you you converted me. I think uh, it goes Life Aquatic, then Rushmore for me, and then probably The Grand Budapest. It's just such a, like, I don't know. It's it's fun to watch. I think. After Bottle Rocket, I think uh, Moonrise Kingdom is my least favorite. Yeah, I don't like Moonrise Kingdom. I've only seen it once. That's like, and I, didn't I care think for it's it. the most aesthetic-looking movie, which is why people love it. But it's not like the best story. It's either for also, me. Also, Isle of Dogs looks incredible. Yeah, for me, it's either Rushmore or I really, really loved uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. But I only saw it once. I, I really want to rewatch that. I, I want to watch that with Nick and John because I feel like John would love uh, that. Rushmore made me cry. If a movie makes me cry, then clearly I was super into it. So I'll, and I don't even smoke weed, so it's like I'm not I'm not like inebriated in a way to be like, oh man, I'm really into this. So. I uh, especially at the very end when it starts playing the that Ooh La La song or whatever, which is a great song. Yeah, but every time great. I hear it, it also reminds me of Without a Paddle. Yeah, which is also a great yeah. movie. Really underrated, honestly. Without yeah. a Paddle. Yeah. I dude, I really think that's a good movie. I Can you say fu- you're like fun fact? That's uh, trapped in my the the Yukon's DVD player. <laughs> no, we got it out, but it was trapped in there for like two years. In our suburban, Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band is stuck in there. I've, dude, I've been driving around listening to that. It's a great fucking album. Dude. Like, just every time that song comes on, it's like, all right. Uh, was it Main Street? Is that another one? No. Uh, yeah, it's got Rock and Roll Never Forgets, Main Street, Night Moves. Uh, <laughs> it's got it's got some really good songs on it. It's that that album. Whatever. I think the album's called Night Moves, maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. That's the greatest hits, I think, is the one you're listening to. No, because the, the greatest hits, that's the one we had when we were growing up. It starts with uh, Roll Me Away or whatever. It's a and great then, song. I love Bob Seger. I don't yeah, that's a, yeah, it's fucking great. Good stuff. Uh I think Hollywood Nights is like one of my favorite jams by him, especially when you're playing GTA and you get yeah, a, a that's fast lit. car. It's like Hollywood.
Hollywood nights, and you're just like jumping oh, in yeah. on the mountain. They also play that song at a at a California Adventure. If you go in there, like, because I remember the first time I was go- I, I was there, I had to take a really bad shit, so I'm sitting in there shitting, and there's like ten ten songs in a row, and then it would just like re- it would like they're all songs about California, and I heard uh, Hollywood nights like three times in a row because it was that bad. <laughs> Jesus, I was singing that to like Hollywood nights. <laughs> uh. It's weird, like, uh, I've said it before in a long time, a long time ago on the podcast, I was like, we used to sing along to Night Moves, like, word by word with our parents, and then when I got never older, I was like, this song is about having a fuck buddy, like, yeah, I never thought about literally that not about, like, anything else, it's literally like, uh, I used her, she used me, neither one of us cared, it's like, uh, like, literally all the lyrics are about how they used to, they used to fuck in the woods and all that, he's like, our trusty backwoods, like, because yeah. nobody would be out there, <laughs> oh, wait, maybe he's talking about weed, but... That's but it. it's like we would be on family vacation singing with our parents about this song, and it's like, oh, that's cringy now that I look back. But also, uh, there, were, there was that Billy Joel song too, where he's like, "Word about sex, but not enough." Like, it's a great song. Every time I'd hear, like, "Oh, is it, are we okay to listen to this?" Well, and Christian also he talks school. about he's like, uh, I never knew something until I got it. I made it with a redhead and a Chevrolet yeah. or whatever. <laughs> great, great, great lyrics to this to Billy Joel. Fucking love Billy Joel. <clears throat> We were we were at work and whatever piano piano band came on and I was just like yes, <laughs> play piano man. <laughs> Sorry sir, we strictly do eighties Joel. I only it's I mean unironically only really like the eighties Joel anyway. Like come from a stranger. <laughs> He's like play something from the stranger. Get you and your whore wife out of here. <laughs> uh, we should watch that movie. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah, whatever you want to watch. I want to see that in Pineapple Express again. I haven't seen that in yeah, forever. I haven't, I haven't watched that in The last time we watched Pineapple Express was also the last time I smoked weed. So it's like, yeah. Just That's one we saw that. No, we watched it at your oh, house. No, you we watched watch it at my house. You know what? The last time, the last movie we watched was fucking Superman. That's the one I remember. We yeah, we watched that three times in like two days, though, yeah, because we, we like couldn't finish it, but we would just restart it. It was me and him. Even though we've seen it like a million times. Oh, what happened? I love... My, my f- he's like he's like six dollars. What are you in fucking seventh grade? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, my my favorite moment in that movie is like I gotta eat alone like fucking Stephen Glansberry, and then like it just shows this other kid eating a pudding, and it's like there's no joke there, but like if you're, it's just it's oh, it's Steven brilliant Glansberg, writing. Dude. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> like that's not a real name. Where <laughs> people don't forget. Oh god. Why don't you go piss your pants again? <laughs> 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 you know why that movie works is because it's like that's literally how we talked in high school. It's, it's like, why don't you go piss your pants again? Like I, I we've said <laughs> shit like that to people, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the last time I didn't even smoke it intentionally. We were just uh, our parents were out of town, and Context. this was like eight years ago, and we were watching Pineapple Express in our bedroom with the window open, hoping that that would get all the weed out. Oh, I remember that time. That was when. Remember we uh, we watched the night of the. The Zorgs or something like that. It was like an old 40s like sci-fi movie. It was uh, an old episode of Outer Limits, and it was like the the something Zoids. I can't remember. Megazoids. What, Megazoids. It was like, what the fuck were we watching? It was so crazy. I don't know. Remember that? Yeah, probably. Was. I think so. It was when we like burned a fat hole in the carpet with the oh. the coal too. Like, yeah, can't remember that either. You are. Well, that was when I lived fucking like literally down the street from the school. Remember that? I think that was the same time too when Sean put on a uh, uh, yeah Death Grips when it was like brand new and nobody knew what Death Grips was. Okay, I re- the, 
my first memory of Drew is fucking him and Sean when we got fucking Bud Light Lime. Bud Light Lime. <laughs> I also remember that. Why is that troll? I don't understand. I don't know. Because those girls said anything but Bud Light Limes. <laughs> yeah, and then Sean back. bought like a 24 pack. <laughs> yeah. That's you know it. what's funny? That's they, great. They still fucking drink them. <laughs> well, uh, dude, I remember that those times when you're just like, you'll just drink that, anything. That girl uh, that showed up, those two girls. I was at a house party with like Mario and, and Nate oh. and uh, who else was there? Like Jordan and maybe I don't think Jordan was there, but it was like KJ <laughs> and everybody. And I just went randomly. I was like, yeah, I'll go. And it was at her house. Oh, or her apartment, rather. And I was like, you look really familiar. And she's like, yeah, you look really familiar, too. And I was like, it took me till the end of the night. I was like, fucking Bud Light with Lime. Like, that's the girl. You were in my house, like, in the ghetto. But I never said anything to her because it's like, I don't want to have to deal with that. But that was funny as fuck. But it's also like, you never, we didn't know them, so I never thought I would ever run uh, into yeah. them again. Yeah, true. Also, I never thought I'd listen to Death Grips again. Come in the fuck. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Trash. Every now and again, I don't know, dude. Sean was really into that. Like, I'll walk into the kitchen and Sean will just be listening to that at work. He's like, oh, God, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I believe it, honestly. Uh, and a lot, lot of suicide boys going on in there. Makes me want to be a suicide boy <laughs> in real life. Yikes. Yeah, not good. Um, anyway, let's start the our talk about Wait, Did you have any other topics? Uh, what were we going to bring up here? Pizza Hut sneakers. Um, oh, the, uh, yeah, for, well, I, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like you can't just say Pizza Hut sneaker and not explain what that is. I mean, you can. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I mean, I'd like, to, I'd like to call this episode Pizza Hut sneakers. Sure. Uh, explain what those Pizza are. Pizza Hut right? has sneakers that you can buy, and they look like Jordan 1s. They're, they're, they're really cool, but the most important part about them is that you can press a button on them, and they will order pizza for you, presumably from Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. But does it have, like, a GPS in it, so it, like, tracks where you are, or I don't know. Yeah, how do you customize your <laughs> pizza in that case? Maybe it has to like you have an app or something. Go through your phone. That's a good point. Through your shoe, though. Still, but I mean, I would just love to be the guy with the pizza shoes on, who's just like, "You guys hungry?" Or <laughs> hold up, <laughs> I got an idea. Let me tie my laces real quick. <laughs> oh man, you know and what? I got some pizza. On I might get some pizza for you. What <laughs> do you like? It's you accidentally order a pizza. You're like what? playing kickball, and you're like, "Ah, damn it!" <laughs> Sorry, guys. You, you know got me, a pepperoni on the way. Playing kickball all the time, like. Well, also, like, what if they made, like, Life Alert-themed sneakers? <laughs> it's probably going to be a thing. Dad's old enough now. Every time that commercial comes on, I'm like, should we get you one of those? And he's just like, I don't need that yet. He's like, if I fall down, just leave me there. <laughs> Say no more. Dad's like, when I die, just throw me in the trash. <laughs> well, it's like, think about it. You could do the same exact thing because it's in, like, the um, the tongue of the shoe. You just press it, and it orders a pizza to your location. And it's like, get some Life Alerts for some old people so they're on the ground. They're just like, let me tap my days. <laughs> for, the, for the pizza shoes, could you imagine like our parents like going back in time and telling them like, okay, so there's not going to be flying cars in the year no. 2018. You can buy shoes and they'll order pizza for you. It's like, it's like get get this, Sonny. Like, what the fuck is pizza? Their fucking heads would. In explode. the future, there's going to be a black president. I know. I know. More importantly, and even more important, that's not that's not a big deal. Like, that's we, not what we're here to talk we're about. We're past today. that. We we all accept it. we're fine. It's not a big deal, really. Uh, the homeless problem's worse than it's ever been. You think that with new technology, it would be it would be fine and be gone? No, they're still out there, picking our fucking cans up at one thirty in the morning when I get home. Ah, that happened the other night. I got home and there's a fucking homeless guy just smashing cans in the middle of the street, and I was like, "It's a great time to be doing that." Two in the morning. It's a great time to be alive, sir. <laughs> And then Robert got, out of the, Robert got out of the Suburban, and he's like, 
oh, is that? I was like, I was like, it's a great fucking time to do that. You're like, don't say anything. <laughs> but I already did. I don't want to uh, keep my car. Like, but we're gonna have these sneakers, man. Just feel like you go back they're in time. Not gonna and tie like, themselves. You're like, hey, dad. Cool. You know how sometimes when you want a pizza, but you don't want to go get the pizza, you can like call shoes? the place that has the pizza and be like, can you bring me that pizza in your car? We're gonna cut out a lot of steps in that process in the future. You're gonna the put pizza. on these shoes if you're hungry and you want Pizza Hut brand you're hangry, pizza. Hungry, my man. These are the kicks for you. <laughs> if you told our parents that, they'd probably just kill themselves. Like, no, it's not possible. It's like uh, our, it's not possible. Our great grandparents lied about their age so they could go fight Nazis, and we're ordering pizza from our shoes. Yeah. <laughs> God, I love 2018. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great year so far. Your grandfather, your great grandfather, actually fought the Nazis so that we can have this technology. Yep. I remember, what, like, when technology. Wally first came out, Jimmy was like, "We're just like, I feel like we're gonna become like that someday, where it's just like everyone's sitting in chairs, like yes. you just." Eating food and like having food brought to you, I was just like, yeah, it sounds it sounds great to yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Sounds re- perfect. Thanks. Where do I, I think, sign up? Like, if, if I if a robot controls the you know the world for me, like, sure, I'll just sit there and eat pizza all day. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not the guy. You know, I'm, I'm a robotic heart. I'm not John point. Connor. Like, I'm not gonna be the guy leading the resistance. It's like, it, come yeah. with me if you're hungry. I'm more like in the Matrix. I'm more like the dude who's just like, yeah, let me get a bunch of free like steaks and make me happy in this fake fake world because I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've been watching Westworld. It's also really good. The only thing I was just, I was literally just had this long, drawn out thought in my head. Sorry to interrupt. It's That's like, all I was going to say. Dude. It's really good. No. Don't say <laughs> yeah, that. It's okay. Well, it's like, what if you're sitting there in your bed and you have your cell phone in your hand? You're like, man, I could really use a pizza. And your fucking sneakers are 16 feet away from you in your closet. And you're like, do I use the app and order? I would it from get up, app? put on <laughs> socks, and put those sneakers on, and then hit the button. Make sure like, you clean that scuff off. It's like, it's like, where are you going, Rob? You gonna take a walk? Uh, no, just it's pizza. not enough that they made Pizza Hut sneakers. They had to make a, a function that <laughs> you can order a fucking pizza. It's like, I did that on my phone. Dude, I'm telling you, one of these days, I'm gonna walk in the garage <laughs> and you're gonna just look at my shoes. Well, on your left foot, you'll have a Pizza Hut sneaker, and on your right, and what you're gonna see when you look at my shoes are some custom-made Baker's Vans, dude. Baker's Burgers logo on the front. The sad My thing mind is will a, be blown. The regular pair of Vans will be like $50 ta- <laughs> but before tax, and the, the custom ones are like 95 It's all good, dude. And they don't last for shit. Like, that Vans are amazing, but they don't last. Blue and so. orange colorway, the Baker's Burger front and center. Do you think if you get <laughs> well, those shoes and you walk in the Baker's, they'll give you free pop meals for life? Like, I feel like they should. Shoes, I was going to say, I'm going to put my foot up on the counter with like that. that. <laughs> you with that check boy? out this double Baker. <laughs> uh, okay, so what would you like to order? <laughs> it's like, hey, you see this shit? Yeah, give me what I want now. <laughs> Sir, our menu changed. We don't know what you want. Oh, my God. Did we talk about that <laughs> on the you, podcast? Did you hear today when I accidentally ordered Yeah, the I'm sure they hear that like, all the time. Let me get a pop of number one. Um... Let Dude, it's like, I'm sorry, lady, I've been ordering it the same way for 28 fucking years. Like, you changed your menu. Like, why do that? I just say double baker, pop a meal combo every time. I can't. And they're like, okay. It's like, pop a number one, dude. Like, Okay, sir, thank you for being understanding. And I remember, like, right, the day, the I remember the first time I saw that the that the menu was changed. And we here's the fucked up thing. marijuana and eat our food. I eat bakers, like, every single day. So I noticed the day that it changed over, and I was like, um... Let me get a Papa number one. And she's like, oh, we have a new ordering system, sir. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, I'm sure. And I can see that. But, like, remember, you know remember yesterday remember, yeah. when people were in the drive-thru and they were like, can I get a Papa number one? And you knew what that meant? Can you just pretend that you still know what that means, Did please? Will Smith come down Just here? for me? Did Will Smith himself come down here as a men in black and fucking, like, <laughs> Yeah. It's like, I know you Sorry. didn't start today. Sorry. You're they no longer allowed to. 
shit. It's just I don't like I don't like being talked down to like that because because what, what she's saying is like, sir, you have to play by our rules if you want our food. What if it's like one of those things you're just like, sir, I could get in a lot of trouble. <laughs> it's like I refuse. <laughs> this is really quiet. Sorry, Please. Waterboard us. Even though, like, they're listening. Not, isn't it the way it works is that everybody can hear the drive through? Yeah. Well, so I mean, when like, I worked at McDonald's, we all wore headsets so we could, the like. The one lady's, it, like, talking. She's like, sir, they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was a good employee at McDonald's, Fingers though. Because when, when I had the headset on and people would order food, I would listen to what they would order and not what they would put on the screen. Because half the time, they put the wrong shit on the screen. And as, as a frequent fast food, like, customer, that always annoyed me that you, you order it a certain way and they're like, sure, I'll give it a shot. But then they don't. They really don't. It's like you're gambling every time. Every time it's past like eight o'clock at night, and you try to get a late late night like fast food run, you're really just gambling because you don't know. They're never gonna listen to your special order. They're like, sir, it's two in the morning. I'm not gonna make your burrito without salsa. It's like, please, I don't want pico de gallo on my breakfast burrito. And that's why I don't go to Del Taco anymore. You assholes literally <laughs> just cut up an onion, a tomato, some fucking. Uh, not even fresh. I, it's like, dude, if you want to put real salsa in there, salsa. go for it. But this sucks. Like, I don't want crunched up tomatoes in there. That's not salsa. And they have the nerve to call it salsa too. They don't just call it pico de gallo. That's I don't the like thing. A, a vegetable crunch with my my burrito either. I don't like I don't like thick salsas. I like it to be a little watery and like mixed together it's and all that. Pico de gallo when it's like limed out, like that's the best. Limed out? Yeah. I'm gonna have to try that. You're gonna have to present it because I've never had it. Homemade. Remember when you had spicy or no flaming hot Cheetos with the lime in there or whatever the beer that salt? That was sweet. Dude, yeah, I got that from kind of funny. <coughs> kind of Andy Cortez that recommended that. I remember we were on that for like a couple days until that little bottle came out, ran out. That shit was fire. What was that? I don't even remember. It's a uh, beer salt. Oh, beer salt. It's for like when you have uh, like a, 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 it was like lemon a Corona. You know what really annoys me when people take uh, shots of uh, tequila and they do they have like that weird ritual where they like put like salt on it. Before. That's actually, it actually works though. But just drink it. It's not that bad. Like it's fun though. Like <laughs> it's, a fun thing. it's there, like it's too many steps. Like, I just want to be hammered. Like, I don't want to sit there. Better. I don't know about that. You know, I'm I, counter arguing. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't agree. It's because like, I, I realize like tequila is a different kind of drunk than like vodka or whiskey or whatever. Like, I wonder if it's like in our family. I love whiskey. Like a lot of people don't. I feel like whiskey is a pretty big thing. Like a lot, you hear people talk about it a lot right now. That's oh, true. I just remember when, like, there was a huge barrier to entry for me for, like, alcohol because I just never found anything that I thought tasted Same. Good. I don't like beer, so, like, it took me forever to really get into appreciating alcohol. Yeah. I still don't. Like, people who come in all the time, they're like, uh, I literally just use Bryce's, Jordan's, and, like, Sean's for my work, like, their taste in beer to recommend stuff. And I was like, yeah, if you really like a, a hoppy beer, here you go. Because we have, like, a specialty selection, and they're like, they're always like, hey, uh, can you recommend uh, an IPA? I'm like, well, there's a whole wall of them. I don't think you can really do wrong. It's just going to be better. Can't, uh, I can't really drink IPAs anymore. They're too heavy. I'm too heavy, dude, so I've been going to the gym. <laughs> I, I've the never had an IPA that I like. Well, so. well, here's the thing with IPAs is that they're like fucking 8%, like all of them, and you get fucking hammered off two. So it's like, what's the point? It's cheaper. That's fair. Uh, every time I've drank The only thing IPA, I can drink that I like is probably like Wands or like a, like a Stout or like a Red or something. Yeah. Do you remember on K Frog when all the people that worked there had like Hop in their name? Like there was Luke Skyhopper, was the guy that <laughs> r- that ran the uh, it's not real helicopter. What a fucking pull that was! I don't remember that. Yeah. You really also, every time I watch The Office, it reminds me of K Frog. Yeah, because Froggy One Hundred and One. Yeah. <laughs> office midnight. rediscovering the Office has been fun. True. Dwight, you ignorant slut. <laughs> 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 the Christmas episode is amazing though yes. with the iPod. Uh, 
Also, at the, uh, I'm like towards the end of the series now, and I've never, I don't remember when I stopped watching. I think when Michael left, I just was like, I don't care anymore. And yeah, like, it's pretty much exactly episode where like yeah. Jim and Pam are like cons- considering breaking up. I'm like, I'm, uh, I almost said something. I was about to be like, y'all can't break up. It's like, <laughs> like <laughs> we already know. <laughs> we already know it's not gonna happen. So do they have a baby. They have two. They have two, yeah, oh, by the end of the fuck. show. I know, there's like a whole, like four seasons I never saw. Doesn't like, like, Dwight get married at like the end? Yeah, at the, yeah, very, the last episode. episode. To who? Uh, Angelia. Oh, uh, yeah, and also fucking, uh, like, uh, Kelly and, and, and what's his name hook up too? I don't remember who Kelly Oh, uh, Kelly and uh, the BJ Novak or whatever. Yeah. He's the cool guy. I don't even know his name in the show. What the Mindy it? Project. Oh. I hate that actress. Just she's in Wrinkle she like, in Time. I guess dude. she works in that show. I don't know. She like she's funny she on that show. Not she's not funny on her own show though. Yeah, like, oh yeah, exactly. I don't like her in other things. Like, well, she gets paid the big bucks by Disney now. Yeah, what not for long. The movie's gonna bomb, dude. Wait, you, what movie? Wrinkle in Time. I'm is telling you. Uh, yeah. It's, it's her Oprah and then uh, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. They're like the three main or, witches. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I thought it was the fucking the fucking redhead from I, Thirty Nights. Yeah, well, she's awesome in that movie. Boogie Nights is awesome. She gets banged with rollerblades on, uh, which is a weird thing to write into a movie. It's like, all right. I remember uh, what uh, I was reading one of uh, I was reading one of Adam Carolla's books, and he he said he was interviewing her, and she was like, "Yeah, I got this new movie role coming up where I play a character named Roller Girl, who's a porn star in the '70s and all this stuff." And And he's like. He's like, I remember I told her, like, whatever movie that is, you need to get out of it right now. And he's like, I never regret anything more because then when I saw Boogie Nights, it ended up being, like, one of my all-time favorite movies. Who, who was telling her that? Adam Carolla. Oh, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just, <clears throat> why is my voice going in and out? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a great movie. I love it. Pretty much everything he's done has been good. I still need to see The Master, though. Fa- Dude, The Master's great. Phantom Thread's fucking great. The only thing I don't really care for by him is Magnolia because it's just like, okay, whatever. That's the one about depression, right? It's Magnolia fan ninety one or whatever. Like, <laughs> what is that like? Oh, fucking uh, Steel Magnolias fan. No, it's because it's Steel Magnolias is a different movie. Uh, is it? It's Magnolia fan like sixty nine, but it's in it's in Jay and Silent Bob, right? Yeah. yeah. The uh, fuck is the internet? <laughs> the fuck is the internet? Look at you two morose <clears throat> motherfuckers. That, <clears throat> that movie still like holds up because of that, where it's like. Uh, well, the internet has now given everybody a voice, and they've all chosen to hate your movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, That's why I'm saying like he needs to do another one because that uh, that movie was kind of ahead of its time when it came to like internet criticisms and stuff. I feel like someone should edit out the scenes with his wife and the like the spies and all. It's that the most movie. boring part. Like it, there, that movie has the biggest lull in the middle, and then it like the beginning and the ending are incredible. It's like not their their characters aren't not funny because like the stuff in the van's all funny too. It's like the part just specifically the part where they steal the monkey takes so long, and it's not. It has nothing to do with, like, Jay and Silent Bob. It's all about them trying to sneak in, so it's really fucking boring. Have a nice day, sirs. <laughs> like, yes, you, you sirs. In Silent Bob? I also just like the best line in that movie. He's like, no, no, the clit's real. It's the female orgasm. That's the myth. Like, <laughs> Do not... Oh, what do you say? Do not stimulate... Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Whatever you, you all don't your... stimulate the critters. Don't, don't put any pressure on the clit. And he's like, all you clitties out there. Like... <laughs> Great movie. I think uh, the line that fucking Jake and I quote the most is, it always comes back to that fucking pie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, fucking clown shoes comes up a lot. Also, yeah, every time we watch it, I hear something that I didn't hear before in the newest one. He's like, you never, you'd never survive a day on the creek. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, it's Dawson's Creek. <laughs> He's like, uh, Jason Vanderbeek, thank Hey, what's up? He's like, yo, did you fuck those girls? He's like, no. 
I just love that though, where he's getting arrested. Like I had never, we've watched that movie maybe forty times, and it's like I've never heard. He's like, you'd never survive a day on the creek. Yeah, it's I when I logged in on Letterbox, it says that I've watched it six times already. <laughs> like I'm like by far, that's the most watched movie. Keep that lid on. Uh, let's get into the the Oscars, my guy. Dude, I didn't pay any attention to the Oscars this year. I just didn't give a shit. As a fan of films, first of all, 2017, a lot of like a lot of amazing movies came out, and. Like, for once, the Academy Awards, like, represented that. Like, a lot of movies. The only thing, the Florida Project, I think, should have got a Best Picture nomination because that is a fucking That's incredible movie. How did it not get nominated? I don't know, but Willem Dafoe got nominated for Best Supporting Actor, and I kind of feel like he should have won. I love Sam Rockwell, and he's really good in Three Billboards, but I don't know. I, Willem Dafoe, I think, I don't know. I think Three Billboards did, it was, they did such a good job of making you despise him, and then at the end of the movie, you're like, this guy's the hero I of the do, movie. you know what, I remember thinking in that movie, like, oh, he's going to get a, a, a nomination for sure. H- him and uh, uh, Francis McDormand. Also, who, the second time I watched it, I'm like, what's all the complaints about, like, not no black representation? There's a ton of black people in the movie, and they, like, are clearly, it's they're satirizing the whole, like, the way cops treat black people. And I'm like, I get that there's concerns, it's like, well, this isn't how a small town operates, but it's like, I feel like the, the writer slash director, like, Basically, he knows what's going on, and he was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was being yeah, I, he it's was well like, aware of the situation. I don't know. People are, people are going to have opinions on that, <clears throat> and that's fine. You know, you can think whatever you and want. And also, that guy's easily becoming one of my favorite directors. Like, yeah, but, like, for me, I enjoyed the movie. movie, so at the end of the day, it just comes down to, like, your personal taste, I guess. I don't think – I just, like, I don't think a movie has a responsibility necessar- necessarily to tell any story but the one that the creator's trying to tell, and people are trying to force that movie and say – you should have been, like, what they're trying to say is, like, instead of telling a story about this woman and her quest for closure, you should have been telling a story about how, uh, what's his name's character, the guy that won, I can't remember his name all of a sudden. Sam uh, Rockwell. Sam, Rock, Sam Rockwell's character was an abusive police guy, and he doesn't learn a lesson and all this stuff, and it's like, I get why you say that, but, again, that's not that's not what why art exists. Art but exists also, to express like, yourself, to not that. try to express stuff for someone else. It's like he, the dude, like you it, make that movie. He is punished and he does learn a lesson. Like he gets stripped of his badge by the end of the movie, and he even finds it. He's like, here it is. He realizes he's being. Well, yeah, I, I see. That's that's and a good it's point. Like that scene where he's reading the letter and all that, and the whole police station's getting burnt down is really good too because he's like, look, he's like, what you want to be is a detective, but he's like, you can't be angry. You got to use your heart and all this stuff like that. It's like he's basically telling him like the way you've been acting is shitty, and it's like. That's it's not good like writing he, because at the same time he was dead way before he beat the guy up out of the window. It's not like he doesn't have an arc. You know what I'm saying? Like he goes <laughs> yeah. through like a character arc. Anyway, like I well, especially he, like his scene of redemptions in the hospital where he's like, "I'm sorry," and the guy's like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "I'm sorry for throwing you out the window and all that." And it's like the guy clearly accepts it by giving him the juice. Like he's like, yeah. "Here you go, man." But yeah, I think he deserved that. And uh, well, here's the thing: the dude deserves an award for something because that guy's an incredible actor. Yeah, he's I'm like, also really happy recognized. for Guillermo del Toro because like that movie was really was like really good, and it's definitely it might be my favorite movie of the year. I also say we're, we're going to talk about our favorite movies of the year in a little bit, but like it's so hard to decide because there was so. I'm just going to run through like a list of all the stuff we you saw because a lot of yeah because I have that list I made a letterbox, but um, <clears throat> yeah, just like it's I don't sad know. That, like I was the most hyped movie I was. Uh, the most the movie I was most hyped for was Blade Runner, and that wasn't even in my top five. Yeah, well, I mean, but also really good. So I mean, no, like that movie is ten out of ten. Like it's it's near perfect. If if, if their movie ever could be, I guess. Yeah. So go ahead. Should we just? <coughs> uh, should we just go through like the? Yeah, just uh, go through. And we'll do like a little quick little. No. Within five days I, of each other, we broke our screens. Yeah, and it's it's been a real hell. It's I like I'll be reading something on my uh, 
my computer screen, and then I like I, I see like cracks in the screen that aren't there now because I've been staring at a cracked screen so much. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. That's not. That also happened to me with mine. I would be looking at my screen trying to read a text, and I would look up at a normal screen, and it would like hurt my eyes. I'm like, whoa, like because I was focusing harder. I'm also just uh, reorganizing this real fast. Because um, I've had some time. Are you going to get a new phone, or are you just going to replace the screen? Uh, I'm probably just going to replace the screen because I can't afford a new one. I would, I'd like to. I mean, you seem to enjoy the iPhone X a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've got the iPhone X. I was a hater for sure where I was like, oh, I need my home button and all that. Now I'm like, why didn't they get rid of this quicker? Like, the new system where you actually – so, like, <clears throat> I'll just show them as I'm explaining it. Like, let's say you open up Spotify or whatever. If you don't – you know, there's, like, that little strip on the bottom. You literally just hold that, and you can do that, and then you can – hold it and get rid of all your apps that are open and all that. And then anytime you're done, you can literally just pull it back down. Or if you're like, I want to go home, you just do that. So now you have more screen space and the battery's God tier on it. Damn. And I also got a battery pack thing and I've never had to turn it on and actually charge it. You just do that and it starts charging it while you're going. So, Crazy. And the camera's insane on it. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Did, I, did I fuck you up with my, my clout? He's flexing. Uh, Lego. This is taking a, a little bit. Hold on. What? It's taking what? a year, but what kind of a year? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> a very long year. Yeah. Jacob. A long fucking year. What was your favorite movie? 2017. 2017. <laughs> uh, probably Blade Runner, too. I need to look at my... That was a great movie. Blade yeah. Runner was a fucking oh, awesome yeah, experience. Visually, that movie was great. Yeah, I that's why I liked it a lot. Almost done. Almost done. Um, <laughs> is it bad to say that I liked Logan a lot? I, was I really... That, no. that was in my top ten. Yeah. Yeah. I've been telling Willie, like, I think that might be, like, the best superhero, best movie, superhero ever movie ever made. Ever like, well, it's it's not even, it doesn't even yeah. feel like a superhero. That's why it's the best. Yeah. Exactly. I'm so sick of fucking every movie, dude. I feel like I want to watch Logan again, but I don't want to get the feels. Because every time I watch that movie, I get the feels. I, uh, I told these okay, people I at my it. work about <laughs> the movie theater experience that I had. Where I... I farted during... Uh, oh, yeah. We talked about that. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. I think you did record that, though. Uh, so I'm just going to read through this list of... This is, like, my top movies of the year. Like, I don't know how many are on here. I think it's, like, 24 or something. But that's how good it was of a year for movies, so... Um, and a lot of these, two we saw together, so... Is this Watch Mojo's list? Or? This is my list. Oh. So, at, <laughs> so first is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which uh, I really enjoyed... Um, I only saw it the one time. Like, I, I like to see it again just because I, I got it on that 4K Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah exactly. Maybe. I feel like, I think I like the first one better because it's just like the, I like the whole getting the groove together story. But I mean, the second one had some really cool moments. Like, Rocket's whole scene with, with that, that whole thing was fucking cool. And like, uh, Yondu's yeah. whole, just his whole character arc for that movie was, was also fun just to put watch. Kurt Russell in anything and I'll watch yeah, it. Yeah, Kurt Russell too is a big part of it. Like, he was really good in, uh, I still don't think it's a very funny movie though. No, like, the, it's not. The one liners are always it's really subtle, lame. Yeah. What was that movie? It was like uh, some, uh, something Horizon. Uh, Event Horizon? Black, Blackwater, Down, Horizon. Darkwater. Uh, Deepwater Horizon. Deepwater Horizon. Deepwater. I'm sorry. Uh, that movie, Kurt Russell carried it really hard. It's he not did. It's not amazing, but I fucking watched that movie. Uh, this is when I was still working at the church. I was in the middle of the movie, and when all the gas ex- gaskets start exploding, and it starts flooding, and everything's catching on fire, I remember Rick from the church called me. He's like, hey, just so you know, one of the bathrooms is flooding, and we have to shut the hot water heater off, so you guys got to close with it. And I was like, oh, shit, oh, no. it's like the movie. It's like the movie. <laughs> the movie's happening now. So Everyone jump shit. If you guys can watch the movie the same way I did, you'll get a better experience. <laughs> Have something flooding while you're watching it. <laughs> I 
so next I had that Netflix documentary, Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond. I haven't watched that yet. Down to uh, if you haven't seen Man Man on the Moon, like you kind of have to watch that first for it to be. Like, I would definitely recommend you watch both, which, by the way, I'd never seen that until this documentary came out, and I watched it, and it's, like, one of the best biopics I've ever seen. It's, it's like, really, it, like, it, it, it kind of, like, throws story structure out of the window and kind of just does its own thing. It's really fucking great. And Jim Carrey is amazing in it, and so is Paul Giamatti. Like, it's a really good cast. Uh, fucking, what's weird is Danny DeVito's in it, but it, he doesn't play himself, but, like, he plays himself, but he also plays another character in it, because, like, they, because they talk about when, when, um, What's his Andy Kaufman was on Taxi, which uh, he was on that show, Danny DeVito. So it's like, I don't know. Anyway, it's a good movie. I'm listening to But then, that, yeah, it's definitely worth your time. Like, it's just really interesting, especially because Jim Carrey's so weird now. Like, I don't know if you guys saw yeah, that documentary about him being, like, a painter and stuff. But, uh, hey man, whatever helps you get through your depression. Yeah, honestly. for real. I mean, and it's also, like, his paintings are, are, like, legitimately good. He's a really good artist. Oh, you know, he's a uh, but next, I had Brawl in Cell Block 99, which I wouldn't have known about if it wasn't for Willie and Bryce telling me about. That fucking, what we a, like... shit three times. Just, yeah, we watched it three times. <laughs> it was just, like, a fucking dire movie. Like, the whole time, like, the whole, like, movie, you're just, like, so depressed because it just keeps getting worse, and it's so violent, and it has, like, this incredibly bleak atmosphere. Well, then it, it keeps changing, like, the ending. Like, what yeah. Like, the ending's going to be? I want to say that he wrote it, like, Red State, where, you know, mm-hmm. Kevin Smith's like, anytime you see something coming, I'm, ch- I'm changing it. Right. Yeah, you definitely won't see where this is going at Which all. Which we should watch Red State again. I legit like that movie. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, but Vince Vaughn, I mean, you, like, if you didn't see True Detective Season 2, where he, like, kind of showed yeah, off his acting chops, yeah, he was, like, the best part of that. He's, a, he's amazing in this movie, so... Uh, and then he also just doesn't give get the recognition he deserves. Like, no, I think he's a really good actor, and I feel like people funny, shit on him like, because... Have you ever seen... Um, Wedding Crashers. That movie's great, but I'm what's cocked. the the one that John Favreau directed? Um, Rounders, Swingers. Uh, Swingers, yeah. That Rounders. movie's fucking great. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. Rounders. Rounders? Rounders is the one about the gambling. Right? Yeah, that movie's great Gordon. too. Oh, that movie's good. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Movie. That was, I watched that in film class. Uh, next, I had Blade of the Immortal, which was that uh, movie was oh. lit. I love Takashi Miike, uh, but it's, it's like so a lot of his movies are, are kind of like half baked or just not that great. But that this one was the first one he's done in a long time that I was like, wow, that was a really good movie. I've also been kind of like on a samurai movie kick lately. Because I also watched 13 Assassins by him, yeah. which is another really good movie. Uh, but yeah, we watched that here. And it's like, I had seen a little bit of the anime, and I have a couple volumes of the manga. And it's a really cool story. And they just did a really good job making like a live-action version of it, you know? The fight scenes were cool and shit like that. It was also just a good story, too. Yeah, it was cool. I liked it. Uh, and then after that, I have The Disaster Artist, which uh, other... We should rewatch that too. Yeah, like really funny movie, but also kind of like has this message about same I, age as you. One thing I noticed is like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of movies that came out last year have these like a, like this message about being an artist and like following your dreams, even if it's stupid. And I kind of really appreciated that. Or it's like a lot of tortured artists. You know what I'm saying? Like that's one like Phantom Thread. I feel like had a it was about a tortured artist and like other movies too that came out. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll bring them up as we go along. Uh, Should after I watch the Phantom Thread? Yeah, it's a really good movie. Uh, after that, I put I don't feel at ho- home in this world anymore. With uh, <coughs> apparently the chick from from uh, Two and a Half Men is I didn't know that it's it's Rose or whatever. Like dad, like, dad came in when I was like watching the last five minutes. He's like, oh, it's from Two and a Half Men. And I was like, oh, okay. What was it? I don't know. Uh, I don't feel at home in this world anymore. The main chick in that movie. She's from Two and a Half Men. Yeah. And uh, it's got that movie's really good. Elijah Wood. Yeah, it's a really good movie. It's like if you like like these kind of weird blue collar crime like. White trash and movies. also the guy from uh, Green Room's in it, and from yeah. uh, Blue Blue Ruin or whatever. Um, which both of those movies are fucking great. Yeah, I can't wait to see what that guy does next. Yeah, if you suffer from anxiety, don't watch Green Room. Man, 
99. Green, yeah, Green Room is, is kind of like uh, Brawl and Cell Block 99, where it's R. like, R. it's just... Man, Free t-shirt. Um... <laughs> Uh, the next I had Logan, which we talked a little bit about, but yeah, I like I, I've been telling Willie like that's it's definitely like top five, if not the best superhero movie, because it just again does its own thing. It, it disregards like superhero movie logic. It even kind of like comments on it with the comic books. I thought that was a brilliant move. Well, then that and then fucking Hugh Jackman played that character for yeah ten years now, and it's like he it's gave like us a definitive OG, end. Like superheroes. Yeah, it launched the current like landscape of superhero movies. The X that first X Men movie, mm-hmm. and then also kind of evolved it. Like if you think about it. Those movies were on their way out, and then fucking First Class came out and was so good it revitalized the franchise. And then First Class, amongst superhero movies, I feel like First Class is still one of the better superhero movies. And I also really like Days of Future Past. Yeah. The uh, the one after that sucked though, with Oscar Isaac as the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Which one was that? Uh, uh, X Men Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah, that yeah. one. That was fucking that garbage. Sucked. I I couldn't tell you which one's worse, that or X Men Three or whatever. Those are both terrible movies. Yeah. yeah. Aren't they just setting up for fucking the... Phoenix Saga? Yeah, that's, that's See, the next See, I don't movie. know. Like, with all the success of Logan and Deadpool and all that, they might just be scrapping it and restarting it because they need to find a new Wolverine. Well, like, I if also... If this Deadpool does as well as I think it and know it's going to, then they're definitely going to do a Deadpool, like, Wolverine crossover. Like, they have to. We've been talking about uh, Fox. Like, the, their superhero movies right now are the best because they're doing Logan, Deadpool. Like, they got that... They do that horror movie, too. That New Mutants. Yeah, that looks fucking weird and different. Uh, like, I'm rooting for them. They also have a, a movie... That's uh, in production right now, or not in production, but they're like we're, like writing the script for it. Where it's going to be about Kitty Pride, who's the one shadow cat who can like phase through the walls. Oh shit! From the fucking the cartoon. Yeah, and it's going to be about like it's based on this comic where she's stuck alone in the X House mansion thing, and there's like a like an alien type, like from the movie Alien type creature in there that's like chasing her, and they're going to make like a horror movie adaptation of that. Oh, and I was like, nice. dude, that could be amazing because it's again you got it. It's like a, a self-contained like horror movie where she's stuck in this one giant mansion, but, but she can she also can. phase through walls, yeah, and there's a monster coming after. So her. she has like a built-in sheet with her. Exactly, like that could be a really good like. You know who they should get to direct that? I can't. I don't know the guy's name, but whoever did um, Ten Cloverfield Lane, because that's a really good like claustrophobic movie. Mm. Or the guy that did uh, Don't Breathe, I think would be a good choice for that too. Also, Green Room, very claustrophobic. Yeah, true. Um, and then or after alien. that, <laughs> after that, I have Atomic Blonde, which I think was a fucking you should rad that. movie. I don't yes. think Jacob saw it, did you? If you like 80s, uh, yeah. new wave, and post-punk, like, has a, a fucking really cool soundtrack, like, amazing fight scenes. If you're into, dude, I think it's cooler than John Wick, honestly, because it has the music in it that yeah. makes it better for me. And also, I mean, ultimately, find out what's his face of the villain. I, I, I'll watch anything with James McAvoy in it. Yeah. Like, I love him. He's um, great. Also, John Goodman in that movie, too. Uh, oh, yeah, huh. But, uh, yeah, definitely highly recommend that movie. Like, some good action movies coming out lately. And then after that, I had Baby Driver, which I loved when I first saw it, but it kind of, like... Which one? Baby Driver. It's not that I hate it, but it's just kind of, like, I don't know. It's there a little was tainted now that uh, What's-His-Face got in heat. Yeah, and there's just... I think there's a lot of better movies out that came out this year. If it, if this, if it had this, come out the year before last, I think I would have been, like, all over it. But. That's a movie theater movie. Yeah, definitely. Like, it was a cool time. I Like, I had a good time seeing it, and, like, I would watch it again. I, I enjoyed it. It's just, like... I don't know. It just didn't stick with me that much. I guess I would actually put That's kind Atomic of like, Blonde over that one, to be honest. It's one of those. It's one of those movies where it's like it's going to be overshadowed because it's just everything was was stellar this year. I remember. I think you already even said it. It's like I thought this was a bad year for movies, and then you start really kind of cataloging. And you're like, no, this is better than last year and the year before that combined. Like, it's 2017, dude. Was like one of the best years for movies in a long time. But it's just you had to go outside of like the major blockbuster releases to find the good movies. Which means we're we're going back to like 
good film. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than like, a, let's, but then there was two stuff. good movies a year. Spider Man. Like there was some stuff. I mean, like look at Baby Driver. That wasn't a blockbuster movie. That was a low budget. Although movie. that movie made blockbuster money. I was so. saying it broke through. Look at like Get Out. That's another movie that didn't cost a lot of money and it broke through in a huge way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And the next I had Ingrid Goes West, which I don't think anyone else saw. But like I have it on my computer. Just haven't watched it's it. It's really funny and really dark and like it's it like. It really does like a send up of the current hipster culture that's obsessed with Instagram and and having small businesses and shit. I don't know. It, it's it's like the perfect movie for our generation. I feel like everybody should require to watch it because it's funny and but also has like a message behind it. Uh, but then after that, I put Logan Lucky, which we watched like three times. It was a great movie. Just yeah, a, just a great. I was gonna fun say movie this is the year of with uh, good acting in it. John Denver. Director. Yeah, who's full of shit. Uh, <laughs> not John Denver's full of shit. Like that, uh, what's that movie, that song called? Um, uh, West, West Virginia. Country Road? Yeah, whatever. That song was in like eight different movies this year. Was it? Yeah, it was in um, uh, The Kingsman Golden Circle. And oh, it was yeah. in uh, Logan Lucky, and it was in something else, too. Alien. That was last year, though, I think. Or the year before. No, that was this year. 2017. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, too bad movie blows. Like, what a disappointment, dude. Everything about that kind of sucked. That. I love Danny McBride, and he survived, so... Yeah, that's the only good part. But yeah, after that, I put Molly's Game, which was another was one... surprisingly good. ...that I only saw, like, this year recently. And yeah, it's just from from the opening, like, scene... The opening is the best of the part of that movie, I was going to sure. say, you're just, like, sucked in immediately, because you're like, oh, what the hell? Like, the writing is so good in that. It's like the opening of the... It's, it's a movie called uh, Molly's Game, and it's about a girl who was uh, basically running legal, uh, like, card games with, like, a lot of celebrities, and then... The whole time in the movie, they're like, you should take a cut off this, which then it becomes illegal, and then she purposely doesn't. But she starts having celebrities play and all that, and eventually the mob gets involved, and they want her to, like, give up names and all that, and she won't. But, like, the opening of the movie talks about how when she was young, she was a um, an Olympic skier at, like, the age of, like, 16 and all that. And she's talking about how she has she's having, like, the – basically, it kind of feels like a uh, – a monologue from, like, Ferris Bueller or, like, something else where it's, like, really well written, and she's talking about how, like, she should have just, like, nailed this run, and then, like, she hit a rock or a leaf or something like that, and it, like, unclipped her ski, and she just flew and, like, broke her neck and all that. It's really good. I also knew that I, from the, like, opening 20 minutes of the movie, I was like, Dad's going to love this movie. Yeah, because he likes, like, gambling movies for some reason. <laughs> Dad loves cards, so. Um, and after that, I had Killing of a Sacred Deer, which uh, was fucking just, like, weird, dark, like, funny. That kid's a really good actor. Yeah, that uh, same oh, guy that did... Yeah, yeah he and he's amazing in it. Like same guy that did uh, also the Nicole Kidman. I was watching that. Yes, and I was dude, like, Nicole Kidman like is slept like, on. Honestly, I was watching that movie. And there's a, a she has like a nude scene, but like she's like ripped. Dude, I, I've I was watching a, that. I was like, Robert's gonna like this. I've had a crush on her ever since fucking Batman Forever. You know she's dude, like no 60? joke. Chase Meridian in Batman Forever. That was like a, a character they fucking made Nicole up. She's Kidman like a psychologist. Is like insanely hot, but she's yeah. like sixty years old. And she was in the Golden Compass too, which they're remaking. Did you hear about that? They're yeah. they're doing like a new adaptation of those books. I'm curious how that and Lin Manuel Miranda is going to be in it. So it's like I don't know. I don't really like that guy. I find him annoying, and I don't think his songs are that good. I obviously haven't seen Hamilton, but like I don't know. Anyway. Uh, next, I put Lady Bird, which was great, and fucking. Nicole Kidman had a nude scene Aunt in the movie, was in it. and she's sixty years old. Jesus Christ! I didn't know she was that old. Yeah. Or no, fifty years old. Why did it say sixty on the? Uh, the I was thing? like, holy fuck, dude, for sixty, like. It said fi- sixty, and then when you click on the Wikipedia thing, and then it says fifty. She was born in nineteen sixty-seven, so she's as old as mom. But mom really was sixty-two, so. so. She's just she's just killing it. Is all it is. But yeah, Lady Bird. I know you saw. 
Uh, Lady Bird's incredible. Favorite part about that, like I said, was Aunt Jackie. Like she should have won an Oscar for that. That movie got to me just because, like, uh, it's basically. I, I oh, wait, didn't she? People, did she win the Oscar for that? Who won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress? I'll look it up. I think it might have been her. Which, I, if she did, good job because she deserved it. Um, she made up for her her shitty role in Scream Two. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen Scream Two, but uh, I have not. Um, it was uh, I Tonya. Oh uh, well, Allison yeah, Alice and Janney. Although she deserved that for sure. for sure, yeah. So that's fine. But she was uh, a nominee, so that's that's just as good, in my opinion. But uh, next, I had Train Spotting, the uh, sequel T two Train Spotting. That was my number one. That's a uh, yeah, really fucking surprise. Like, not it's not that I was surprised. The movie it was starts good. off not good and then becomes amazing. Well, like it's not that I was surprised that it, that it was good. It was just like I wasn't expecting it to be that good. You know, <laughs> like the th- I I loved the first one in high school. I used to watch it all the time, and I then still haven't seen it. Probably in about five years, I'll be down to rewatching it. I rewatch it like right before I watch the sequel, which is I feel like you should do if you're gonna if you if you haven't seen it yet, watch them both because they they're really good. Like they like that's why it's a good sequel because they it really is like a good companion piece to the original. It's not about the same stuff, but it kind of is. But like I don't know, it's also, it's better than just, I think it has any right to was be. He, did he win um like best anything, Danny Boyle? I don't think so. I don't think he got nominated for anything. That sucks because there's some really cool shots in that. Like I said, like, yeah, there's really, something like, really, really beautiful about shots. the scene where the guy's trying to kill himself by ODing and then. Like it, it's him in the real world, and then it shows him falling off a building, and then like he like saves him, and then it's like uh, him getting catched kind of thing. Yeah, it's really good visuals. Also love that song that's in the trailer. Yeah, uh, well, it's also in the movie when they're like yeah. doing heroin, and then their car like they have a green screen car at some at one point where it's all like super glowy and all that, and it's like all the like they're clearly tripping on acid or something. Uh, the next day I had the Florida Project, which again really really fucking great like drama. I think you were the one that told me before I watched it. That scene with the the pedophile guy is really good. Yeah, he's like, uh, following him and then he's like so like again Willem Dafoe sh- probably should have got that uh, Oscar, even though I love Sam Rockwell. I just think I feel like Willem Dafoe already has an Oscar though. Maybe that's why they did. Does that. he have one? I don't know. Not sure. Uh, but yeah, like that that movie like looks really. It has like f- like. Because, okay, so it's in Florida, and it's, like, right outside of Disney World, and you're kind of constantly reminded of Disney World because everything, they talk about it constantly. Everything has these crazy bright colors, even though they're living in the ghetto, so it's just, like, double depression because they're, like, you're you're just on the outskirts of it. And a lot of people hated the ending, but I kind of really liked it. But I don't know. That could just be because I love Disneyland and Disney World. So, I don't know. You watch it, and you tell me. <laughs> um, found out what Scott Moses is doing. What? Oh, yeah. Movie. There was an episode a couple yeah. a couple like a months ago yeah. of Smodcast where he was like, um, I can't tell you what Scott's doing. He's like, well, the information's out there. He's like, if you look on IMDb, you'll see. So I, I immediately went and I saw that he was doing The Grinch, and I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I think so, yeah, just because it's The Grinch, first of all, but it also has uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as The Grinch, which I think, which I think is a really good uh, choice because I, I think he can do the voice really well. Yeah. I mean, um, we'll probably take Mom to go see it. She loves The Grinch and Dr. Seuss she in general. Uh, the next I had Phantom Thread, which I'm the only one that's seen, so I won't tell. But like, it's really good. It, it looks it looks I've incredible. Heard about what goes on in it, and I'm like, all right, I got to see that. It's a really weird movie, and it looks insanely well shot and everything. I mean, it's Paul Thomas Anderson, who I'm a huge fan of, so it's like it's. But anyway, next I had Good Time, which uh, me and Willie I think are the ones that have seen. But just shit, a, I forgot about that. Really like exhilarating. It's not an action movie, but it's just like it's. I guess like thriller is the best term for it. It's one of those where it's it like. That reminds me of Die Hard Three. Yeah, in the like, action sense, just because it keeps going, it from, just keeps going and getting worse. And then eventually, when it does slow down, you're like, okay, I can rest now. And then, and then, it, and then it just like, yeah, so it'll throw some wrench in there. You will not see where the movie's going, and eventually, it just keeps taking these like hard turns where you're like, oh I shit. I also uh, cried really hard at the end of that movie. It's just yeah, really good, really good movie. 
Uh, we should watch it here because we need to Never, see it again. I literally That's don't right. cry about anything in the real world, but like if a movie's <coughs> good, it'll get me. So like Lady Bird, Train Spotting Two, fucking. Uh, also, Time. we we should know too that it's Robert Pattinson, Twilight guy, who played fucking Edward in, in the vampire movies, and he's just completely unrecognizable. He's like. You would think he lived in New York his entire life. The way he's so he like perfect white trash accent and everything. I you were it's so that good. People from New York were like, "This looks like a New York movie." Yeah, the what's his name Ralph Seppi on his channel or Seppi, <laughs> Ralph the movie maker who lives in New York was talking about how it was such a good representation of that type of character and everything. But yeah, I'm really that's I'm really curious to see what they're gonna do next because that's cle- clearly they have like a talent for. Uh, yeah, I need to also watch some of their other movies. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Um, and then next I had Kong Skull Island, which I think we've all seen. Uh, I watched that movie like six fucking oh, times shit, last yeah. year because it's so good. Like, I, I mean, okay, look, first of all, let me just say disclaimer. I had no right to be that good. <clears throat> if you think in your head already that, oh, I don't want to watch that movie, you're not going to enjoy it. You have to, like, go in with an open mind because I, so many I people... I saw the trailer and I was like, I don't know if I want to watch that movie. Well, I just so many people I know, I'll, be, I'll try to tell them, like, oh, it's, it's Kong Skull Island. Like, I know it sounds dumb, but, dude, it's so fucking cool. It's a good-ass movie. And people are like, I don't care about King Kong. It's like, all right, well, then you already decided you're not going to like it. saw that movie it. in the theater. Yeah. yeah. We saw it in an empty theater. Yeah. Like, the crazy. opening night. But, I mean, it's, one. like, loaded with good character actors. Again, John Goodman, Samuel L. Jackson, fucking Tom Hiddleston. Like, just a crazy good cast. And it's it, it has, like, some of the most creative action scenes I've seen in a long time. Some really cool character designs. Uh, it's just a really, like, good use of cool music. Cool monster designs, too. Yeah, it's just really, a, like, a fun fucking movie. John C. Riley's really good in it. Mm-hmm. He's like, it sounds like birds, but it's not. They're fucking ants. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, don't like if you don't like, sleep on this movie. Exactly, sleep. I was gonna say don't, don't like not watch Run, this movie. Don't like, walk. It's like you're, I, I can box. see you're like, oh, why would I watch that? No, fucking watch it. It's it's a it's, it's a really great adventure movie. It's fun. It's like Indiana Jones and fucking Apocalypse Now together, but with giant monsters. Like it's really good. Uh, then next I had I Tanya, which I don't. I, me, I know me and Willie watched. Which we'll be uh, down to watch again. Yeah, fucking really great. Like if if you like shit like Goodfellas or or it's one of those movies where. Uh, I, when there's a movie about like a, a topic that I don't know much about, I'm going. I go. So in this case, it's a movie about uh, an ice skater. I go, okay, I'm going to go into this movie. I have no desire to learn anything about ice skating, yeah. but if it's a good movie, it'll definitely make me care. And by the end of the movie, you're like, okay, we need more Tanya Hardings in this world. Well, it reminded me of uh, um, what was that movie? I can't even remember if it won Oscars, but it was so fucking good. Uh, Foxcatcher. Yeah. It's like you like you don't have to give a shit about wrestling to get sucked into this movie it's so fucking good and margot robbie like if you hated her as harley quinn watch this movie because she will change your mind she's so good in it i don't care for false flash <laughs> yeah we should rewatch that i haven't seen that since it came out and that was a I fucking have, good I movie seen it. i've only heard the review on this podcast it's really good we should totally watch it anyway yeah i tanya another like again just like with king kong it's like if you think you don't give a shit about ice skating watch it anyway because it will make you interested because it's not about the ice skating at all uh and also if you think tanya harding had anything to do with it it'll like i still i mean they kind of they didn't gloss over yeah they didn't really like convince paint you. a picture of her that's maybe a hundred percent accurate but but still i don't know it's really great like you you i don't know it's good watch it blade runner 2049 i have next because goddamn, what a great movie uh Fucking looked movie, incredible. When we saw it, we saw it in the same theater we saw it in. And, like, from the get-go, I was like, this is going to be great. Because, of, like, the seats we had were, like, the, they were just rumbling the entire movie. I was like, this is yeah. great. Yeah. Like and the music, too. Yeah, the music also, like, insane. that dude should direct Cowboy Bebop. Because the opening of that movie was so, like, 
Uh, it reminded me a lot of like scenes from Cowboy Bebop where he's like sitting in the dark or whatever, and it's like it'd be something that Spike would be Dude, doing. Dude, we gotta watch that again. I just keep thinking about how good that movie was. I I kind of I know this is sacrilegious, but I kind of liked it better than Blade Runner because yeah, I, too. I just think Denis Villeneuve is such an incredible filmmaker, and he has like this insane eye. He's for, slept on for sure. Yeah, I I I'm really surprised he's not like David Fincher level of like devotion. I think yet. he will be soon, but like the thing is, like I'm at people come into work my work and they'll be like, oh, like Willie's the movie guy, and they'll ask him like, go see Blade Runner. I'm like, they're like, what else is this guy directed? I'm like. All right, so Prisoners, Sicario, Arrival, and I'm like, just right there, you have three. I was going to say, like, those three. Yeah, and they just announced, like, today or yesterday, I can't remember, that they're going to, it's going to be a two parter movie, which I'm like. And I believe he got Roger Deakins to help him with the Dune movie, too. And it's like, I don't really care about Dune, but I'll go see it because I'm sure it'll look insane. Yeah. I wish they would give him, like, a Star Wars movie or some kind of an alien or something. I'm more, yeah, to me, Alien, I think he'd be a perfect match for. uh, Or, like, uh, if they remade the thing again, I think that he'd be a good choice for that. Yeah. Um, also, just having snow in LA and all that, and it looks really cool. I also, but I mean, Sicario was so good too that I'm trying to think. Like, I'd love to see him do more like thriller. Also, Sicario too looks really good. Yes, dude, I'm so excited for that. Like, even though it's a different director, it still looks fucking awesome. They clearly captured the spirit of it, and yeah. also, uh, it's clear to me that that trailer is basically telling the fans of the first one, like, oh, you're gonna get more Benicio because like that he was the best part of the first yeah. movie. Whether he's like, what are the rules? He's like, there are no rules, and it just shows him like rapid firing a guy with a fucking pistol. It kind of makes me think about. Um, no, I didn't see the first one. What? I know. I keep trying to say, let's watch it because he hasn't seen it yet. Like, but anyway, we're gonna watch it. Yeah, soon. Not tonight, but I mean, we could tomorrow. Um, then after that, I have three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, which I I think should have won best screenplay this year because it's That's just I mean the dialogue alone, but like again, like this again story structure, like the, it's like he's such an excellent writer that like. I don't know. He's it's weird too that he writes movies about Americans sometimes. Yeah, and like he's still a great writer because it'd be, it would be I couldn't write a movie about someone who's Irish and be yeah. like, here's what Irish people say. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, it's a funny movie. It's really well shot. It has like amazing acting in it. Francis McDormand obviously deserved that Academy Award for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, which he is also cool because last time she won was for Fargo. Too, you know what I'm saying? What now? Last time she won was for Fargo. She's in Fargo, isn't she? Yeah. Well, her first movie is Blood Simple, and she's, like, married to one of the Coen brothers. I can't remember which one. I didn't know that. That's why she's in a bunch of their movies. We should just marathon every Coen brothers movie. I was just saying, like, I really want to, I mean, we can... I can't wait to get back to Big Lebowski. There's a couple we can skip, because I don't love all of their movies, but most of them are amazing. Do you see what you did? Then next I have Briggsby Bear, which was a huge surprise. I forgot about that again. Jesus Christ. It was cool, yeah. It was like... Thanks for doing that. I remember putting it on, and we... I remember it was kind of. I was like, Robert, why are you making us watch this? It was kind of, yeah, it was kind of iffy. Everyone's like, I don't know if I like this. And then, like, once he gets out, once he, like. Goes to the party. It's like, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but, like, once he goes to a party and, like, you see where it's going, it's such a, like, weirdly uplifting movie. And it's one of those things where don't, if you don't know anything about it, don't. Yeah, definitely go in, like, without reading anything about it, because it's a. Just trust me when I say it's a really good movie, and it'll, like. I just remember at the party, I'm like, they're going to be mean to him. Like, no, I don't want to see this. Like, that's when I knew, because I was watching it on my own, and then that, that party scene when it turned it went differently than i thought i was that like that deserved actually best screenplay to be honest yeah with you. i was like okay i want i want to show this to everybody else this is like a really good movie anyway yeah it's kyle mooney like invented his own weird style of acting and it's so perfect for the movie too like he's so he's perfect like, it's gonna that be character. sick he's like it's gonna be tight he's like, totally gonna dope, dope as hell shit. dope as shit yeah, yeah totally he totally dope as shit, shit. <laughs> 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 oh man i kind of want to watch it again because just like the way he talks is so fucking funny <laughs> to me so oh crazy. no trick sand yeah <laughs> trick sand <laughs> <laughs> anyway. He's like, <laughs> what's his name in the movie? Uh, 
Kyle. I'll just say it's Kyle. He's like, Kyle, are you drunk? He's like, oh, no, Trixan. Next I had It, which, uh, man, that movie. that again. That movie could have gone either way. I was I was rereading the book. I was like all up in that shit. I was so fucking hyped for that movie. And then like people I know when, when the trailer came out were like, oh, it looks too edgy. Like I, I Matt and Michelle were like really against it. But even they, when they saw it, were like, holy shit, what a good movie. So it's like, as a guy, like, dude, you know as a, what? I think it kind of ruined Stranger Things season two for me. I was yeah, like, this because is it's better. Than it's so much better than Stranger Things. Like it's just go to the source. I love that Stephen King is having like a renaissance right now because because uh, Gerald's Game was another really good movie. Did you watch it? Yeah, and um, nineteen twenty two was really good, uh, which are both on Netflix. You should both check those out. They didn't make the top, but I mean they're both really good movies. Again, twenty seventeen, ton of really good movies. Uh, also, that Castle Rock show is coming out this year, and it's like a. Um, How does one man write so many good stories? I don't know, dude. Like I, he's just a machine. Like honestly, and, and it's like blasphemy to any English teacher on that. It's like he might be one of the best writers of all time. Well, people, yeah. I mean, you see a lot of people refer to him now as like the greatest living American writer because he kind of is. I mean, I know you look at someone like Cormac McCarthy or something where it's like they're a Pulitzer Prize winning fiction writer and they're an incredible writer. Like, yeah, I buy into that. But also, Stephen King is like a dude who has like his finger on the pulse of American, like just Americana. Yeah, it's like there's a reason people in other countries love Stephen King too because it's like this glimpse into like what it's like to be an American. I think uh, he'll. I bet you some of his works are going to be required reading in high school when he passes away. Maybe uh, he always says like he's like I feel like when I die I'm just going to fade away and people like will slowly forget and it's like I don't know dude because not possible. It's like if you had just written Carrie you'd be remembered. You just written it. Yeah, or like if you had just written The Shining or or just Misery or, or Cujo, you know what I'm saying. There's or, so many of them. Or Salem's Lot or fucking, yeah, like uh, you could go on forever. And uh, even like his short stories, some of them you're like, it yeah. makes sense they're making this into movies. Children of the Corn and like, yeah, there's a lot of them. I, I fucking love Stephen King. I'm gonna re- that's that's one dude where it's like I'm gonna be really sad when he dies because he still writes like three books a year, and he's really old. Uh, anyway, so then my number one movie of the year is Shape of Water, which won Best Picture, and I think it deserved it because it was fucking Guillermo del Toro fucking created a whole world like, and it, it was not a very high budget, dude. Honestly, which is crazy to me. And the creature design's fucking cool. And I just, I really just love Guillermo del Toro. So, like, his movies are so fucking cool. I, I love anyone who has, like, such a distinct style. Like, he's, he's like a darker version of Wes Anderson where he, again, builds this, like, entire, like, like, from whole Catholic, cloth world. Uh, like, goth style, like, Yeah, fantasy. it definitely, there's this huge coffee table. There's actually two now that I have both uh, coffee table books about Guillermo del Toro's, like, journals that he writes and his collections and stuff. And it, you just see... This dude just absorbs everything around him and turns it into like it's kind of like Quentin Tarantino in that way, where he's just like obsessed with pop culture to the point that he can like well, regurgitate like, it in a I new hope way. This him winning Best Director, Best Picture will help him and Hideo Kojima. Oh yeah, I was thinking about that too. Uh, like basically, Death Stranding was announced two years ago, so it's like I'm sure we're gonna see some gameplay footage at E3 this year or Tokyo Game Show or something like that. You know what like, I think could happen and, and would be amazing if it did is, is Hideo Kojima probably will will direct a movie at some point in the future, yeah. don't you think? Like, Well, he's even said, he's like, I never wanted to be like a video game like director. I've always wanted to make movies, so that's why... I'd love to see him do a Metal got, Gear like, movie. 3D, like, that's why Metal Gear Solid is like... Just like a completely unrelated to the video games like new story. That'd be amazing. Yeah, that's why like Metal Gear Solid, like no matter if you don't like it or not, is like one of the most groundbreaking video games of all time just because it's the first video game to have cutscenes, legit... Like even voice actors are like we have to respect that game even if I didn't what didn't work on it because it was the first game where they got like big budget voice people to do it. Like, well, and it just goes to show before like that, even like Final Fantasy VII, if there's a cutscene, they're like, oh no. It's I think because games like Final Fantasy VII have these really sprawling storylines where people don't take it seriously because it's fantasy, and Metal Gear Solid is set in a real, real possible world, but also has these like 
futuristic fantasy elements, obviously. I got, I got a guy at my work. Uh, he comes in every day, and he's, like, really into, like, literature and, like, all books and stuff like that. He's like, yeah, I just could never get into video games. And he's like, I'm more of a movie guy. And I was like, well, I have a video game for you. And I started explaining the story. To, and he's, like, super into politics and all that. And I was like, well, here's the story for the first Metal Gear game. There's, like, five of them. And uh, he's like, that's a video game? And I was like, yeah, it came out in 96, like, or 98, I think, actually. But he's like, I, I would be, pl- I would play that if I could. And I'm like, just do it. Like, It's weird to think, like, I remember when Metal Gear Solid was brand new for PlayStation, and it was, like, a huge deal. Like, it won Game of the Year from, like, every magazine, because I used to read video game magazines back then. And, yeah, like, rest in peace, fuck. <coughs> I kind of miss that. Like I used to, that used to be the thing. Like we would, we would yeah, get so many fucking video games, like tips and tricks and electronic gaming monthly. Like, oh, and yeah, like, Nintendo Power. Yeah, Nintendo I Power Nintendo was lit. Power, yeah. Our friend down the street would go to Staters with four quarters and then find the like guide section of Game Facts or whatever, and then go to the copier machine at the. Remember back when? Uh, yeah, Staters I forgot about that. Would in the, would oh, make shit. copies of tips and, and he tricks. Would make copies of like the ten pages, and he didn't just take them home. He's like, I'm not paying six bucks for that. Okay. I also remember a lot of the magazines would That's have like free. Of God tier, by the way. Yeah. They would have like free demo discs, and people would fucking steal them. Oh yeah, I had a couple of those. Yeah, we like I said, we've talked about it before, but it's like we had uh, the demo for Metal Gear Solid and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, and it's like I remember one time we found out that you could, if you open the disc tray to your PlayStation with a level already loaded on Tony Hawk, you could have your friend take the game home and still play that level for as long as it's. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It was so, like, for instance, if you did, like, the, the mall level in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater or whatever, you could open the tray, and it would still play it because it's already loaded. Mm-hmm. And then you'd be like, all right, you can borrow the game, and then we would just leave it on and play it forever. Man, the two – okay, specifically Tony Hawk and Metal Gear Solid, I remember we had demo discs for both of those games, and on both of those, we had played the demo so many fucking times that we were, like, experts at the demo. And yeah. then when we actually got the full game, it was, like, this crazy – like, oh, we can finally go past the cutscene. And I remember it was, like, overwhelming. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we, yeah, you go from, like, I know how to do – I know how to beat this flawlessly to, like, now I don't know where to go. Because just the demo for Metal Gear Solid, like, just sneaking into that building is such an a – hour long. We got it down to five minutes. Well, it's, like, it's such a good – like, it drops you into the game and makes you learn how to play the game. It's such a good game design. For a guy who never – I never play video games, so it's like, you know, I, I, even I noticed how good that, that game is. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know if, if you had any other opinions on, on movies or anything? your uh, movie. Um, like, like, what would your top five be? Unless you want to go through a whole list of them like I did. Uh, no, because our list is I, all near identical. I think yeah, they usually are. It's more just about placement. I think Three Billboards is number one. Number two is uh, Train Spotting. Number three would probably be Good Time. Four would be The Shape of Water. And then I think five... Uh, Blade Runner, maybe? Uh, it, but it's at the same time, if you ask me again tomorrow, Blade Runner might be number one. Well, and it's like also It and Brigsby Bear and... and exactly. Like, so it's like <laughs> there were so many good movies. The movie, depending on the, the time of day and, and what day of the week or whatever, it could be my favorite movie of the year or like... So it's like they're all so good. And like also I, Kong Skull Island was, was really fucking yeah, lit too. Yeah, it's like what makes a good movie for me is not like, well, was it shot well? Did it have good acting? It's like... Did the movie make me feel anything? And like again, like I said, it's like a, a good gauge for me. It's like if I cried during the movie and all that, then it was a good movie. So for me, I think it's just like if I'm still thinking about it like weeks after I saw it. Well, you know also the saying? reason why it works really well is because it's like by the end of the movie, you're like, no, don't like leave. You guys are homies now, like, and yeah. they all like to move away and shit. So I also remember at the very end of seeing it, it's like it chapter one, and the guy behind us is like, "There's gonna be chapter oh, they got to do the sequel." It's like, no shit, dumbass. Like obviously, too scary, too scary. <laughs> Uh, Star Wars was the remember we saw that when the guy in the back was like, "Damn!" Yeah, Star Wars was a little bit of a disappointment. I mean, I didn't hate it like some people did, but it's just like it's a little hard to sit through with certain parts. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, also before we go, because we're at an hour and thirty, so we're good to go now. But uh, I did not like Black Panther. Mm. 
Uh, yeah, I haven't didn't, seen it yet. Didn't care for it either. Assume I'm not gonna like it. You're who's going? No, I said I haven't seen it yet, but I'm gonna assume I'm not gonna like it. Just it's just it's boring. It's formulaic. It's, it's yeah. Like, again, follows the same Marvel formula, so it's really boring. It I has. So it doesn't use like it. It uses like what two songs from the soundtrack? Like they commission Kendrick Lamar That's and so all these dumb. guests, like, and then they, they don't like, use the music. They keep setting up these tracks. these awesome like situations and scenes like there's a scene in Seoul Korea that's the only good part like the one cool it's scene like, it looks like a James Bond style movie it's shot so well and then they, they're playing um, a song from the album that Kendrick produced and, and like worked on and you're like alright this is getting really good and then that scene just kind of abruptly ends and then we're, it's another lull for a while and then it's like it's a bad sign that I will say Michael B. Jordan going, like, I was rooting for Michael B. Jordan yeah the, the villain king. is the best part of the movie Michael B. Jordan fucking kills it in that movie which by the way I am super excited for Creed 2 yeah like, because I fucking love the first movie. Uh, I also haven't seen uh, any of the Rocky movies, so I'm going to start watching those. Before, if, if anyone would like to join me. The Rocky I movies. love a good boxing movie. We've always talked about this. I love boxing movies. Yeah, we could run Rocky through, like, the, the first through. four. Also, Ro- the, which is Rocky Balboa was a good one, too. Yeah. True. I, I've only seen Creed, and I've only seen Rocky 1, but, like, not, like, in a sit-through. But, anywho... Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna pack a new bowl and all that, and so we can okay. watch Atlanta. We're gonna all right, well, we'll talk about Atlanta next time, but we're gonna yeah. watch episode two because the first one was incredible. So thanks and for also listening. Check out uh, AP show. Bio. Thanks for listening. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Eyebrow raised.